0: Hello. It is Overreaction Monday, January 4th, 2021. Yeah! Happy New Year! Happy New Year! The NFL got through an entire season. We overreact to all of it today all of it mm-hmm. we can't thank you enough for choosing to listen to us we understand that there's a lot of other things that could penetrate your ear holes the fact you allow us to do so we are incredibly thankful if you like the show by the end of it feel free to be a friend tell a friend if not fuck off
1: yeah piss off
0: just act like it never happened mm-hmm. just act like it never happened not that hard don't tell anybody nope like two ships passing in the night mm-hmm. we'll see you down the road maybe maybe but if you like the show go ahead and tell everybody about it yeah Uh, obviously big show tomorrow Aaron Rodgers Tuesday plus other guests today's show I think you're going to enjoy let's get to it Happy New Year to you. I hope you had an incredible weekend. I hope your thoughts with yourself on the time the ball drop, were positive. I hope you're going into 2021 with an incredibly positive attitude. Now it's going to be tough because I do believe that 2021 for the first couple of months might look a lot like 2020, but know that there's better roads ahead and let's kick the living shit out of the year 2021, which will go down as the greatest year in the history of
2: years. Hell yeah.
0: Congrats. Congrats to 2021 on already being the greatest year in the history of years. Can't wait to experience you. Also can't wait to experience Super Wild Card Weekend coming up just a few days from now. Three games of importance on the NFL on Saturday. Three games of importance for the NFL on Sunday. All weekend long, we're building towards the Super Bowl. Got some great guests today. Field Yates will be joining us. Darius yeah. Butler will be joining us. A.J. Hawk will be joining us. And hopefully some of your phone calls. one Mad Dog 6 with overreactions from all over Twitter. We have coaches being fired, GMs positions being filled, college coaches potentially getting hired. There's a lot of shit to pop off, and we can't wait to do it alongside you all damn day. Here on SiriusXM Channel 82, Mad Dog Sports Radio. For the first time in what seems to be maybe two months, Tone Diggs is back. Yeah, oh!
3: Tony! Good to be back, Pat. It's good to be
0: back. Big congrats to Tone Diggs on being a COVID. Survivor, yep, not to to a Happy, lot of us. Happy New Year, and you are officially now a. And a unicorn. A unicorn. Mm-hmm. Wow! Right. You can go kiss the men and the women.
3: Do whatever I want right now. I Do whatever I want right now.
0: It has to feel like a little bit of a weight is off your uh, chest, literally and mm-hmm. figuratively, because yeah, yeah. of what that is, but also because now you you literally you're immune to this thing.
3: Well. I'm immune to this thing. Uh, I can't infect anybody else. I can do whatever I want.
0: That's right, good awesome. for you. Congrats on that. How, how okay, was it? How me. was it? Was it flu like? What was it like for those of us who've never had to experience it? was it?
3: flu-like. Uh, you just lay in bed, and you're like, fuck. Like you're just tired all the time, and you mm. have flu-like symptoms. It was it was, a, it was. a tougher opponent than I thought it was going to be, but, you know, one in the
0: end. Ten-round fight for you. Yeah. Um, it didn't come out of the attic in the cellar for you, though, like no. some flus, right? Mm-mm. None of that? No, no. Just exhaustion?
3: Exhaustion, sore throat, uh, headache. Headache was the worst part, Ooh. but yeah.
0: Hey, sometimes you're going to get punched in the face. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're going to get slapped in the mouth, mm-hmm. whether it's the flu or COVID or... Anything else? <laughs> <sighs> oh, sorry, show just. <laughs> if I did that, but, uh, Happy you're back, happy you're Happy okay. to be back. Pittsburgh you. Steelers allow the Cleveland Browns mm-hmm. into the playoffs for the first time in 18 years. Congrats. Right. The Cleveland Browns had to earn it. I'm not talking about all season. They obviously play great football, but this last game, obviously the Steelers rested for their captains, their main players. Everybody else kind of got in there. Mason Rudolph looked a lot better than he did last year, yeah. but not enough to beat the Cleveland Browns, who secure a playoff spot for the first time in a long time. There's a long list of quarterbacks on the back of those jerseys for the last couple decades for the Cleveland Browns to go play quarterback for the Dog Pound, and they all sucked. Mm. They all stink. Same old Browns, same old Browns. Decade later, same old fucking Browns. The Dog Pound was passionate. The Dog Pound was loyal. The Dog Pound wasn't allowed to drink Bud Light for one particular season until they won a game. By the way, they're one of the only teams in the history to actually not win a game in a season. The Cleveland Browns have been a cycle of shit for the last couple decades, and there's one man that came to town to save the day. Baker Mayfield. Hey. Hey. Now, granted, they have a great run game, and Kevin Stefanski seems to have it figured out, but the Pittsburgh Steelers basically allow the Cleveland Browns in. Now, I'm not saying the Browns didn't deserve it, but they allow them in. Now they play one week from now. As a diehard Pittsburgh Steelers fan, would be karma kicking you right in the dick if the Cleveland Browns were to win, but I was in this situation actually. Uh, We allowed the New York Jets in whenever we chose to lose week 15. Then we went on to play the Jets later, and in the locker room, we knew all the conversation about the karma that would happen if we were to lose to the team that we let in, basically, and we went out there and won the game. I would assume, as a Steelers fan, you guys are very comfortable and confident in what's gonna happen this weekend. It's
3: it's it's unique because the last two the last time the Browns were in the playoffs, they lost the Steelers, and the time that they were in before that, they lost to the Steelers. Um and I thought yesterday went about <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what yeah. was, that was gonna be your mic drop. That was your <laughs> yeah. Mic, yeah, and then you realized that
3: Yesterday went about as good as possible because I don't know if it puts a seed of doubt in the Browns' uh, head not being able to win by just a two-point conversion uh, versus a Steelers team that wasn't trying. Uh, you've been in that situation before. Like, Chief. What?
0: It, it, that is whenever you paint it that way, but it's the NFL. Any given Sunday, anybody mm-hmm. can win. Yep. And the uh, uh, Browns didn't have, what, offensive line coaches or yeah, anything uh, else like uh-huh. that. They had a lot of people I out I, I was trying to think what they do during the game, but there is different conversations that happen, especially if you're a running team, which they are. Kareem Hunt, Chubb is a stud. Baker Mayfield seems to be playing well for the last seven, eight weeks or whatever. Jarvis, that could be a problem. Yeah. If the Browns get their first playoff yeah. win in forever against the Pittsburgh Steelers, Ooh. boy, I cannot wait for next Monday with diehard Steelers fans, Tone Diggs, Nick Muraldo, and Evan Foxy. Yeah. yeah! Congrats on making a playoffs your first year as a fan of the Steelers, Foxy. No, I'm done with that team. Oh. Nah, I don't like that team anymore. The fans weren't good to me, so I'm not going to be good to them. Who's Whoa. your Who's your team for the playoffs? Then? I've been thinking about it, and I think I'm going to let actually the fans of this show decide, and maybe open up a poll and see. Wow, who you I'm must root really on. think people give a fuck. <laughs> <point. laughs> <laughs> that is very, very. I respect it. Out of you, good for you. I can't wait to see what the people think for you to cheer for. Detroit Lions might be hiring a guy. Uh, uh, that coached as an interim head coach <laughs> for the Dolphins and ran Oklahoma drills first day of practice. Yep. Dan Campbell, who's <laughs> the assistant head coach for the Saints currently, who only has that job because he was back with the Cowboys when Sean Payton was back with the Cowboys. They're good friends, but also won a couple games for the Dolphins as interim <laughs> head coach. Right, right. I assume Chris Spielman and that Ford family will make the right decision. Bring him in. I love it. Uh-huh. And they also got Salah potentially on uh-huh. deck. Who knows how that's going to go. A lot of coaches potentially uh-huh. getting fired today already. Anthony Lynn we went on air fired as the Chargers head coach coming off a four game win streak now granted the entire season for the Chargers was one that was ugly a lot of bad situational football but they got a guy in Justin Herbert that next selection of who comes in and coaches is going to be massive this is basically framing a guy who potentially has a chance to be a Hall of Famer that's very early to be saying that, but if you watch Herbert play, you watch the throws he makes, the way he seems to lead his team, and the way it goes, that next coach is going to have to be a quarterback developer, which everybody's saying Buffalo Bills head or offensive coordinator Dabble who went to high school with Tom Telesco, who is the general manager of the whoa, Chargers. Whoa. They've been friends since high school, and he's a good quarterback developer. You see what he did with Josh uh-huh. Allen. Let's assume that son bitch is going to Los Angeles after this Buffalo Bills playoff run, which, by the way, congrats to the Buffalo Bill is for putting an exclamation point on an incredible season by beating the fuck out of the dogs. <laughs> Josh Allen looks unconscious right oh, yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Looks like he's just having fun. That Dolphins defense is a good defense, by the mm-hmm. way. And Josh Allen was just toying with them. Gumpy, Dolphins don't make the playoffs. There was a chance that the Colts were going to collapse in the second half against Mike Glenn and the Sky Cam and the Jacksonville Jaguars, and the Dolphins were going to potentially get yeah. in there. Jonathan Taylor starts getting the ball again. He's a fucking problem, by the yeah, way. Mm-hmm. He's very good at football. But the Dolphins now, out of the playoffs, so much hope. Is Tua your guy, Gumpy, what's the future look oh, like? No. Chan Gailey's probably out. The Dolphins are in disarray whenever it seems like this is the first time that they've had a chance to potentially have success in the near future.
4: It took until week 17, Pat, but it looks like we finally got exposed on the final day there. You have to make a decision. You have that number three pick. If you're going to take somebody else, do it. But if you're going to keep Tua... Get Chan Gailey the fuck <laughs> out. Oh, wow. An OC from college who's going to be there on the field with Tua and get him some weapons.
0: All right. Well, that's a lot of conversation. What are you can do with Fitz Magic, right? If Fitz Ooh, Magic's oh, there, yeah. maybe Chan Gailey. Keep the old yeah. guy around. Mm-hmm. Miami's out. Obviously, they were the team that got out of the uh, chairs. The uh, What's that game News, called? Musical oh, chairs. chairs. Oh, musical chairs. Anybody ever play that in real life? Grade school, yeah. Grade school. Yeah, it was good time.
3: Yeah. I mean, and then.
0: Well, we played a seven-up game. Oh, thumbs was, up. Heads down, thumbs up. Out. That game was a hit. Yeah. But physical chairs nap. had to end uh-huh.
3: because, and you know, you would pull the chair out when yeah. some kid went to sit down and then he falls. and broke smack his, spine. his, and his oh. skull was And his by spine the way,
0: head. the person that won the game is the bad guy there. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Not the loser that fucking didn't see the chair get slid up from underneath yeah, him. Grab it, dude. We're the, the bad guy. The yeah. people that are... <laughs> Thank you. That's the purpose of the game, right? Yeah, Get yeah, yeah. a fucking chair. I mean, he's uh, I'm out. the bad guy. He's
3: bleeding out on the floor for a reason.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm sitting down. Mm-hmm. Isn't that the whole purpose of the game? Winning. Is it called musical floor or <laughs> musical chair? Because I'm in a goddamn chair right now. Anyways, Boston Connor, uh, the AFC East, Buffalo Bills. Number two seed in the AFC. Mm. How you doing? Keep
2: it moving. That team looks very good right now. Yeah, very quickly, the standard turn to Buffalo. And with Belichick, you know, bringing in Adam Gase, I assume we're bringing in Anthony Lynn for a little motivation. Maybe bring Bill O'Brien in to be an assistant GM. And honestly, you might as well get Tom Segura to play fullback, you know. At this point, bring everybody in and let's just try and beat Phil.
0: All right, so we have to address what you just talked about. I came in this morning. Okay, we do our standard thing. the toxicity twins of (laughs) nick ty (laughs) and then connor slides in there Mm -hmm. they're laughing at their phones then i overhear i've watched this two thousand times and i go what's that and nick goes "Ah, you won't want to watch it it's not tom segura though and i go oh i've been keeping up i heard he had surgery or whatever and he's like have you seen the video yet i'm like no no i have not seen a video, Nick." turns around, shoves it in my face. I watched Tom Segura's entire leg blow out Mm -hmm. while trying to dunk. And then his left arm committed suicide. (laughs) Treason, almost. Behind his back, (laughs) and he slaughters his arm and his leg blows into, (laughs) shatters into pieces. Uh, Uh, Smithereens. Boom. One of the most grotesque injuries i've ever seen it was gruesome we're talking in a matter of a half a second his entire body seemed to break Mm -hmm. i'm big tom segura fan yeah okay so i'm forced to see this i don't want to see this video okay but i laugh very hard watching a human body do that Mm -hmm. i text tom segura i let him know like hey man Happy you survived that, Yes, basically, (laughs) is what I said. And uh, then we FaceTime him, obviously. I'm laughing in his face as he answers. I feel like a terrible person, okay? i just seen it. And I go, man, I hope everything's good. He goes, yeah, everything's great, man. I spent the last 30 days in the hospital. (laughs) (laughs) He had a glove on his hand. And he said what I think needs to be remembered about this entire story, about him and his body quitting whenever he went to try to jump. Mm -hmm. And his fucking turncoat, treasonous left arm that just went underneath his entire body. He dunked on a nine-foot rim right before that. What? He is the dunk champion. Burt Kreischer did not dunk. He did. Now, that is going to be a casualty to this story as we move forward mm-hmm. because the next jump was so terrible. That is going to be the topic of conversation. But it does have to be remembered, and I, I feel like I'd be doing Tom a disservice here if I didn't say, he did successfully attempt some athletic feat moments before, mm-hmm. maybe the worst athletic feat I've ever seen in my entire life. T's and P's on Tom's recovery. <laughs> go,
2: Tom. I thought he slipped. I didn't know he blew his knee out until oh, this morning. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, it might have been, it could have been both.
2: Slip Trash slash blow. Yeah, the
0: slip could lead to an, an eventual the explosion. Yeah, for instance, Mike Evans, slip. Oh, geez. That oh.
2: looked <sighs> oh,
0: bad. That looked very bad. And by the way, that grass just came up like an entire thing. That mm-hmm. saw, I guess, just went there. That Buccaneers team, tease and peace to the fullback for the Patriots, Tom piece. Segura. Yeah. Bring
5: him in Bill. By him in. the way,
0: with his rehab, what he's probably going through right now, he's gonna be a robotic man by the end of this day. Warrior spirit. He's gonna be doing stand-up. It's gonna be like
2: Imagine him going through the hole, blowing somebody up. Come on.
0: If you haven't seen it yet. Listen, I'm not somebody that enjoys watching people get hurt. Like, that's not something I'm into. I, 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 get, I feel sick. I feel uncomfortable. Like, mm-hmm. when somebody gets hit in the shins, like, I feel it. Like, I don't yeah. like watching those things. That video is hysterical, though, to see a human body do what it yeah. did there. Well, well worth a watch. Yeah. And thank you for your sacrifice, Tom Segura's body, <laughs> mm-hmm. for all of our entertainment. I don't know if his brain knew the body yeah. was going to do that, but we appreciate his body sacrificing itself for entertainment oh, purposes. Yeah. Uh, Mike Evans, he probably tweaked some ligaments, right? I'd assume there's a little bit of a tweak, which means you stretch it, which means it's probably bruised. Not sure he's going to play this week, to be honest. That looked pretty bad. And then him walking off with the the stumble there. But that Buccaneers team, if you go back to halftime against Atlanta two weeks ago, all the way through here – They've been pretty dominant. Like mm-hmm. they—they've been a very good football team. Are they getting incredibly hot at the right time, which is all that matters in the playoffs? And do you have a quarterback that can lead you to it? Yes. Uh-huh. They ran a screenplay to Gronk yesterday. The same exact play they ran maybe six, seven weeks ago. Gronk looked like he was running in slow motion. Yesterday, he got this screenplay, and he looked fast. He was looking to run somebody over. It looked like Antonio Brown, them just doing little shovel passes to get him his bonus that he needed for a certain amount of receptions. By the way, congrats to the Bucks for doing that. Awesome. Russell Wilson also did that instead of taking a knee. He got Because back in the day, you'd always hear coaches, they'd be like, hey, get your money, you know. <laughs> (laughs) You need to do a pick six, like even if it's not the right move, like get your money. And Mm -hmm. then it would come the game time and somebody would need like 85% of the snaps uh, to get a bonus. And that person would mysteriously get benched around 84%. It was like, I thought we're getting our money. (laughs) (laughs) I thought we were, I thought we're all in on this thing. So a lot of coaches right? It's not their decision. It's obviously ownership in front of it's somebody else's money telling them what to do. But the coaches always put up a front like, hey, I'm here. You get your money, right? You get your money. We're in this. You get your bread. Like that is always something that happens, right? Always said. Then very rarely do you see it actually unfold for whatever reason. Maybe there was a chance it couldn't happen or whatever. The Buccaneers, what I've been told, okay? I did a little digging. Ooh. Now, this is not directly from everybody knows. <laughs> I know I know like a hundred people in that building. Mm-hmm. But from what I've been told is BA and Byron Leftwich were very open with like, hey, if you got something, tell us. Let's go get it, basically. Ugh. So, like, it was almost a plan going into the weekend. Like, hey, if you got something, let us know. We'll go get it. But there's a lot of coaches that talk about that. Very few make it happen like they did for AB yesterday. Mike Evans, I believe. There was a couple other ones that they were just kind of drawn in the sand. I saw that with the Colts team whenever we were undefeated and we chose to lose. A couple plays getting drawn up in the sand. I believe Reggie Wayne was playing running back for a little bit, and there was, like, two screen passes thrown to him. And I love whenever teams come together. And it's, it's a lot bigger than just that person getting his money. That's something you can pitch to free agents in the offseason. Like, hey, these bonuses we're putting in here even though they're not guaranteed money, somebody else might offer you more guaranteed money or whatever. These bonuses, it's not like we're going to fuck you. Like, if, if you're close, we'll go and get it for you. You want to play here. And that's why people ring Chase, by the way, to Tom. Mm-hmm. It feels like the Buccaneers are trying to do it all right. But, and it feels like that team is really hot right now. they got to play a team that I assume they don't want to play, which is a great defensive line, the Washington football team. But if they can block that D line with the Washington football team, the Buccaneers – could potentially make us all a lot of money because we all bet on them going to the Super Bowl Mm -hmm. as soon as we saw Tom Brady get signed to the Mm -hmm. Tompa Bay, You Gronkineers. And uh, I think it's a good time to be hot for them. And I also like that move of them letting people get money. Ty Schmidt, in the NFC, though, it's going to be tough Mm -hmm. because there is a quarterback that won the MVP last week on this show. Congrats to him. First drive by the Bears, eight minutes long or something like that. Mm -hmm. They're just sitting on the sideline. I don't know how... They just have the mental toughness, just like nothing matters. We'll go out and we'll just right down the field. It's a great defense, yeah. by the way. Mm-hmm. That Packers team is unbelievable right now.
1: Yeah, they really are. And, uh, I mean, to your point about starting to – I mean, the Bucks are – that's like the one team who I would kind of be a little bit worried about because that's probably who would the Packers would end up playing uh, after the bye. But the Packers are playing their best ball right now as well. Like The defense is actually starting to, to play good. They played very well yesterday. They got put in some bad spots. But, I mean, the offense, you know, they had a little bit of a lull there. Uh, MVS dropped that touchdown and kind of oh. – swung the momentum a little bit, but like when they decide they need to go, like they can they can just go and score. So And
0: everybody has to go through Lambeau. Right.
1: right? Yep. Which is huge. Never happened in Roger's career before. So And Aaron,
0: by the way, what does he say? I just embrace the suck or something like Mm -hmm. that. It sucks less for me than it does for them. Mm -hmm. What an incredible mind however you get through it. Yeah. However you get through it does not matter. Good for him, man. All right, we got to get to a break. What a hell of a start here on this every action money. We're only twenty minutes into this thing. What's going on?
3: do only worry about that uh, that Bucks team—they are playing a late game, primetime on Saturday. Oh, I believe, which is uh, not good for Tommy and the boys. Well, oh. it,
0: you know, it, it, has Tom had this uh, this sleep schedule his entire career? <laughs>
3: That's a good
1: question. I don't know. <laughs> or is it
0: just Reese from Guerrero? Yeah, but Guerrero won them a lot of – Super. they yeah. won a lot of Super Bowls together. Yeah, mm-hmm. those
2: games are played at 640,
0: though. Yeah, Super Bowls are, but the <laughs> fucking games to get there,
2: Connor. <laughs> Jesus
0: Christ. We had a lot of
2: 3 o'clock AFC championships out. Primetime you know tough what?
0: for them. Now that I think about it, I remember Tom just throwing a lot of legendary touchdowns with the sun still in the sky. Yep, <laughs> exactly. Remember, yeah, that's all you really think of. Yeah.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Jesus, <laughs> you're so stupid. <laughs> What is it though? Is it the team? Is it Tom? Remember a couple weeks ago they were practicing at night, trying mm-hmm. to get used to it. Didn't work. Oh, no. <laughs> <It> didn't. <laughs> Almost one worse. They're a team. <laughs> Welcome back to the Pat McAfee Show. A lot of oculus talk during a the break there, AJ. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
6: yeah. A lot I mean, of oculus The one thing I'm interested in is the uh, I just want to play the ping pong and the boxing. Other other games don't really I don't know. There's a drunken bar fight game too. It's okay. Per, it's pretty good. Nowhere near as tough as
0: the boxing, your opponents, but you're still punching a bunch of people in the mouth. Mm-hmm. Oh, they like at a time. Can't
2: wait. Bah, 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 bah. Sounds awesome.
0: It's a good time. Everybody I talk to about the boxing game, I'm like, listen, I, I don't think I'm like a combative person at all, but there's something to just like giving somebody a body and watching their ribs, like that mm-hmm. Garcia, like that. What not having to do it in real life or the threat of getting punched in the actual face or anything, but also still getting the feeling of, you know, just – I just outwitted this fucking fake human. Yeah. I mean, it is, it is, it's is—it's pretty, it's a good time. I've been getting knocked down, though, in a lot of my fights now because I'm up at the top.
6: It's tough. You got tougher competitions, like when you're going through, what, Mike Tyson punch out back in the day? Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it is,
0: by the way, but then you move up your, your levels or whatever. Eight guys or nine guys, I forget if it's eight or nine guys, and then there's different levels, so you got to fight Ooh. the same guys. Kind of mm-hmm. a little bit of a flaw, but okay, still fun to fight them. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, you got the strap. I'm going go, yeah, well, at one level, I, I'm up at the next one. Now I'm going to have to beat fucking Edward Price again. Oh, shit, yeah, yeah. yeah it's a, I switch to South Park every once in a while. I can't hold my arms up anymore, AJ. It's fucking wild, dude. Anyways, let's get to this segment. We're supposed to potentially have Justin Tucker on the show. I guess Ooh. he was going to potentially come on the show, but awesome. I don't know if we have him yet, so let's do this segment. Then if Justin Tucker pops in, we'll chit-chat with the uh, – Field goal legend from the Baltimore Ravens. I think he just hit a game winner like last week or whatever. This past weekend he was just clean just bombing balls. He's so good at football. We'll talk to him about life. Uh, but let's get to hashtag Pat I don't want to overreact, but Pat, I don't want
7: to overreact. But...
0: Here we go, Overreaction Monday. Let's get to him, Foxy. Please bring the first one up onto. At Tampa, Big Red says so. Um, hashtag Pat. I don't want to overreact. Oh my God, the Browns are in the playoffs, and I woke up feeling dangerous. Congrats to the Browns. Ah! You. You're in Ohio, AJ. Cleveland Browns are in the playoffs. Nobody thought this day would ever come.
6: Yeah, I guess they didn't. Uh, I don't know. I, I felt weird watching like the the mass celebration when they just barely squeaked by oh, the Steelers okay. when they didn't have any starters playing.
0: AJ, how come you can't have respect for decades of failure getting flipped on its head? How come you can't appreciate the fact that the dog pond has been a loyal fan base through terrible, god-awful, ridiculously bad, embarrassing, hilarious football that the Cleveland Browns have put on the field for the last 18 years? Now Baker Mayfield, Stefanski, get them to the playoffs, turn of a tide for the entire dog pound. They go from little terrible kennel to fucking big-ass Doghouse for the dog pound, just in one clean swoop of the Pittsburgh Steelers with Mason Rudolph at the helm, who is an NFL quarterback. Oh, yeah. People
6: forget. Kind of. He is. I mean, I, I have a lot of respect for what the Browns did. I guess I just hold them to a higher standard. My expectations oh. for the Browns aren't just like, oh, hey, we're, we're happy to get into the playoffs. I didn't grow up a Browns fan. I, I am a fan of uh, – I, I loved Bernie Kosar back in the day when he was oh, a quarterback. Oh, yeah. Back, like But, yeah, I just feel like, hey, Stefanski, I'm sure, wasn't, like, sure, he's happy. Yeah, we broke the streak. We're in the playoffs. But he's like, hey, this is just – we're just scratching the surface of where we're going.
0: I like that Stefanski saying that because Stefanski was at Minnesota when they had the Minneapolis Miracle, right? Mm-hmm. That was a moment of happiness, uh-huh. you know. And I like Baker saying that, but Baker had success at Oklahoma, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. So I like the players saying that and saying, "Hey, we're this isn't what we're trying to do." But you got to remember, the entire fan base is like, <laughs> "Yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> this is not what we have experienced." in any time in the recent history. So we are very thankful. I'm pumped for them. Big game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. The AFC North, three out of the four teams are represented. Last year, the team that had the MVP and the number one, the AFC North, got in the playoffs, also had the greatest kicker in the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This year, Baltimore Ravens, now one of the hottest teams in all of football, going to be taking on the Tennessee Titans. Robert Griffin III told me they're going to go get their bike back. Ooh. Still have the greatest kicker in football, ladies and gentlemen, Justin Tucker. Yeah! Yeah! What's going on dude
8: what's up pat thanks for having me bud
0: hey what you hit a 50 some yard game winner? was that last week
8: uh, a couple weeks ago yeah playing cleveland on uh, monday night football oh. that was a big one for us we oh. needed that big time
0: oh yeah it was 55 yard lamar jackson right that was the one where he went and pooped came back out big time <laughs> game yep. then you hit an absolute slaughtered ball to oh. win that thing at the end
8: I'll borrow one of your phrases, allegedly. Yeah, yeah,
0: smart, smart. How you yeah. feeling? Hey, your team, now, look, I need you to talk to me in a serious fashion here, okay? Trust me, I don't need any bullshit. Your team going through that COVID thing. Your team looked uninspired, right? You guys did. It looked like a completely different Baltimore Ravens team. Last year, the watching the Ravens, it was like electric. And then there was a little bit of a time period this year where it looked like the juice was potentially lost. You guys were going through COVID. You weren't even allowed in the same room. Then something happened, and you guys are all the way back. What was it? What made you guys flip the switch to become the team that's very hot again? And what, made, what was it? Was there a determining factor? Was there something that happened that we, we missed it, uh, from a national standpoint?
8: You know, it's hard to say if there's any one particular moment. I think there were several, um, you know, there were several things that we had to face as a team. Obviously our COVID situation was incredibly tough to navigate. And um, I think in a way, as much as we physically had to separate, we came together as a team in a way that uh, was, you know, I mean, it's incredibly unique uh, in, in, uh, very much in 2020 fashion, we had to find a way to, um, you know, just get a game played at Pittsburgh uh, with, you know, just a handful of our roster available. And that's what, or that's what it, that's what it felt like. Um, And then to go out there and I mean, we didn't get the result that we wanted, but we like left it all out there. We had uh, a bunch of guys that had never even you know, that, that we're frankly probably never even thinking I'm going to be starting on the offensive line this week. Or I'm going to be starting uh, for the Baltimore Ravens playing the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, this week. And they did and they stepped up in a really big way. And I think that in a way that that experience uh, in its entirety galvanized our team in a way that, you know, like I said, only 2020 could offer that sort of adverse situation uh, that we had to navigate.
6: Justin, what's the what's one of the toughest surfaces I guess in the league to kick off? Like I, I watch different kickers and I, I always see like Chicago. They have that long like Notre Dame grass. I'm like, man, that must be tough as a kicker. Are there places that are easier than others?
8: Uh, there's there's definitely. I mean, anywhere inside is typically easier. <laughs> um, I would say no. I would say no kick is ever easy. It's about making it look that way consistently over and over and over again. And that's why you have like the Adam Vinatieri's and the Robbie golds, the guys who make kicks over and over and over again, Phil Dawson comes to mind, a guy who played many, many years in one of the toughest places to play Cleveland uh, with that, the, with Lake Erie right on the other side of the stadium. Um, But uh, the, the toughest places to kick in my opinion, I think our stadium is incredibly tough to kick. Uh, just given that we play on a natural grass surface, we do, our guys do a great job of taking care of it throughout the year. But um, hey, it, hey, it's just incredibly tough with the way the wind swirls around in there. And then Heinz Field is obviously one that sticks out. I played at Chicago one time, that was, and we happened to play in the middle of a, I think like a tornado. So the <laughs> the field was, uh, comp- the field was brutal. But um, anywhere where the grass is long and It gets cold and windy. It's just tougher to kick.
0: Hey, Tuck, I want to get inside your brain a little bit here, okay? Because what you just referred to there with Vinatieri and Robbie Gold and Phil Dawson, and you can even go with the Hanson who played forever, but none of his games mattered ever. So you have to question (laughs) every single kick, whether he made it or missed it. It didn't matter because they were lying. So I still think to be that great at something for that long, there's a lot of people that have big legs. There's a lot of people that can kick balls far. From a mental aspect, how often do you work on that? Is that like an everyday thing? Do you do like meditation in the morning? Is there because mental is everything. It's golf, pitching, uh, kicking, punting. It's all in between the ears, everything. Now, granted, you have to have the explosivity to be able to bomb a ball, which you do and anybody in the NFL does. But the in between the ears thing, how often do you work on that?
8: I mean, honestly, I don't know. I don't really know if I do, to be perfectly honest. I <laughs> think I just uh, you know, I, I mean, I don't want to get all kumbaya on you, but I think I just take every moment for what it's worth, and I enjoy it. I and I just try. I focus. I, I At the end of the day, what's going on in between your ears uh, when you're lining up a kick for those 1.3 seconds between the snap, the hold, and when the time of the ball leaves my foot? Uh, what's going on in between my ears doesn't really matter. What matters is. Making the kick, seeing the ball come off my foot, making sure my plant is wide and I'm exploding off of my plant down the field toward my small target line. And I mean, as I'm talking about it, that's like, you know, it's a lot of shit. It's a bunch of stuff. And there's a lot of (laughs) detail that goes into each one of those things, as you well know, Pat. But um
0: yeah, you know, but I, I, I'm not going to go down as uh, one of the greatest kickers of all time. So hearing you say it is a real thing. It makes me kind of feel good about when I, I was like, I had some of those same thoughts as Justin Tucker. <laughs> like I,
8: you know what I mean? Because Vinic- straight up, straight up. Every time I go and take the field, whether it's the first practice in OTAs, and I'm just trying to put through that first PAT of field goal period uh, in the middle of May, well, well, not this year, but in um, every it. other year in the middle of May. And or whether it's that or game winning field goal on Monday night football in December. I, there's there's all the feelings. You know, It's just to what degree are you feeling them? I mean, uh, I'll have a combination of fear and excitement and confidence, anxiety. And then when the ball leaves my foot exhilaration. And then when I see it go through the posts relief, um, <laughs> you know, all of those things happen in a really short period of time. But if I've learned anything, it's that none of those feelings actually determine whether or not you make the kit. The only thing that matters is executing.
2: Jeez. And
8: once I, once I really bought into that wholeheartedly, um, I mean, I, I like this last week, uh, yesterday, I, yeah, today's Monday, yesterday in Cincinnati, uh you know we're playing a game that we need to win to get in uh we don't want to rely on anybody else's results to get into the postseason and before the game i'm i'm sitting in the locker room and i'm just i'm really nervous you know i can't help it like if you're not nervous then you're not you know like it's almost like you don't care and like i think that's like one of the greatest sins in professional sports is not caring enough to be like a little nervous a little scared but then when you go out onto the field and, you know, you've done it a million times in practice, it's, you know, there's a lot of stuff that comes kind of second nature. And then there's a lot of stuff that you got to kind of adapt uh, in that moment. So if the wind is blowing hard in your face right to left, you got to put the ball in the you know right quarter of the uprights to start off the flight path. Um, you know, all of those things come together uh in a a kind of serendipitous, like beautiful way. And that's to me, one of the like sickest things about, playing professional sports is like, like let me just taking all me, that in and then putting it into something that helps your team win
0: aj like, has a, aj has incredible. a great question for you i can't wait for it but let me tell you what it looks like when you go on the field oh there's a guy that's going to slaughter a fucking football i mean is, every single time you go out there you just and it's dead the spin the rotation is so good it's one of the most true things and pure things in sports to be honest with you so congrats on that not easy to do doesn't get talked about. Congrats on another Pro Bowl. Well-deserved, my friend. AJ, what do you got?
6: Yeah, Justin, right. I just want to know with this year, how different is it with like, without the big crowds there? Uh, I know from being on the other side when guys guys would yell the stupidest things to kickers to try to get them to miss. I'm just wondering now, like you have to be able to hear everything. Like, Does that change anything?
8: Uh, you definitely hear more uh, on the field. Uh, I've heard more from the sidelines. From I, th- I think guys on the field are m- more or less just concerned with executing their assignment and less concerned with trash talking the kicker. Who's probably going to make the kick anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I hear more from the sideline than I do from uh, what's actually happening on the field. But um, I mean, again, it, it doesn't really matter. And like, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm uniquely prepared for exactly that because I, I had Terrell Suggs as my teammate for, uh, you know, like seven years. So, Anything that any anything anybody else has to say pales in comparison. To whatever Siz could come up with <laughs> on a given Wednesday or Thursday during field goal period.
0: Hey, ball so hard, at University, bro. You gotta, get gotta learn. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> uh, before we let you go, can't thank you enough. Another incredible year by you. Uh, Ravens, Titans, playoff matchup. Uh, Robert Griffin III told us one team's excited to go get their bike back, which is what happened last year when the Titans came in, stole your bike. What is the thoughts going into this week? And have you played in Nashville? Are you excited to get into that stadium?
8: Uh, I'll answer the second part first. Like, played in Nashville two times, and it's a, it's a, it's a fun stadium. It's a great city. We're obviously not going to be able to, like, explore or go and grab a you know, bite to eat or something I mean, like I, my favorite, my favorite Tex Mex place uh, that I grew up with in Austin. You know, kind of smaller chain, Chewies. Chewies, yeah, we got mm-hmm. one here in Indy. Oh yeah, sick, dude. All right, so <laughs> my, my, on my deathbed, last meal, swear to God, would be Chewy's Chicka Chicka boom, boom enchiladas with the dinner, the beef dinner taco on the side Death and bed. the guac. Just wash it all down with a giant Dr Pepper and uh, finish the whole thing off with some tres leches, oh. uh, chef's kiss. But, uh, That's your
0: deathbed order right there. There's chicka no chicka boom boom. Y- yes, Pat. <laughs> Did I stutter? No, you didn't. And, That's uh, that was kind of the problem I had. Sorry about that. Shout <laughs> to Chewies. It is good.
8: I mean, I'm a little biased because I um, I lived on this. I lived basically next door uh, to the original Chewy's for a couple years while uh, while we were in college and i was a uh, i was basically a regular at at the spot so i'm i'm a little biased you know like a little homegrown kind of feel there yeah. but um as far as uh Should getting, get getting our book. bike ba- our proverbial bike back mm-hmm. i i personally i'm less concerned with that and i'm just uh thinking more about making kicks man um smart like this uh this 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 matchup has kind of evolved into a um like a really fun unique rivalry uh that you know is reminiscent of the the shannon sharp afc central days and that's uh that's i i think in a way like the the league kind of coming full circle like that over a period of time i think that's really cool but um you know as far as this matchup being any different to me personally no not really i'm just i'm just trying to do my job bro
0: you're hilarious dude. You? <laughs> hey before we let you go um University of Texas is is, all upside down. Oh, yeah. Firing coach after coach. Okay, cool. Hook him. Okay, cool. Get the hell out, pal. Mm -hmm. Now we got Sarkeesian in there. And we're back, baby. Oh, okay. Okay, (laughs)
8: All right. right. That was a a softball. I appreciate it. uh, I don't what
0: is been, the deal uh, been, what is the deal with Texas By the way, I just, I, what is this region sport of council that you hear about because all the all the higher end people in college football they go well if you get the Texas job you got to be able to handle the region Board of governors or something like this and they make decisions. what is why is it so hard to win in Texas do you guys make it impossible down there what is because it's awesome in Austin okay the school has great tradition is it impossible to win there or what is it
8: I don't – I certainly don't think so. I was a part of – my, myself, personally, I was a part of some great Texas teams, a team that went and won a Fiesta Bowl, a team that went to a national championship, and we – I mean, we, we lost that one, but that's another team Hey,
0: got to the dance. Got to the Hell dance. Yeah. A lot of teams we were, don't make we were,
8: it. We were there. We were shuffling. Uh, but, I mean, you mentioned the Board of Regents and all that stuff, and, like, that's, that's way beyond me. That's, like, some Hunger Games level, like yeah. – <laughs> uh, I, I don't. I have no. I have no comment on the board of regents. Plus, I don't want them like showing up at, at my house or something. You know, I, smart. I'm, I'm, sc- I'm scared. Straight up.
0: Well, they need you this weekend. Good luck this weekend. Thank you for your time. Keep crushing it, ladies and gentlemen. Justin Tucker. Thank you. Hey!
8: Thanks for having me,
0: guys. Hey, no problem. He's really good at his job. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's probably an incredible golfer, too, if I had to guess, right? Because it's just like repeat, set, and repeat. Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, AJ, do we want to get back to your overreactions? Is that yeah, what we made? Yeah. Was there any uh, breaking news while we are on there? Not that I know. Hey, big thanks to Tuck for joining
2: us, yeah, by the way. Looks I from, know where. him and Ty, I, I thought were doppelgangers. I thought they were a family. What do you got there, Nick?
9: Uh, it's not The Chan Gailey being fired is hot, hotly disputed right now on the internet. ESPN wrote a story about it, but Schefter has still not tweeted about it. Ooh. There was a fake Schefter tweet that went around earlier. Oh, uh, no.
0: Diggs, Diggs got got by a fake no, no. We got oh my, a oh, Schefter? A darn Schefter?
2: A darn Schefter got oh, you,
0: Diggs?
3: No, no, it literally says on ESPN.com. It has an article that says reported by Adam Schefter.
2: Okay. Uh, right. well, why hasn't he right. tweeted
3: it? That's a good question.
6: Hey, maybe, maybe the... Uh, the ESPN.com digital team got had by the fake chef. That's too. what people think because the
9: fake tweet is about 20 minutes before the ESPN article.
0: Oh, uh, my geez. god A darn Schefter got him. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Can't have it. Because then you got people dancing on his grave yeah. in Indianapolis, <laughs> Indiana, right. who are Dolphins fans out of nowhere. And then when they extend him, think of how he's going to feel. Oh. How's Gumpy? You're never going to get those words back. Oh. No. Never going to be able to get uh, you, I, I, Nah, they're already i stand outed. by
4: what i said i don't care if he's there or not he stinks oh
2: wow oh, see that geez. didn't have to happen heads are rolling at espn right now i, I doubt it but somebody yeah. should, do,
0: <laughs> should do something i mean granted we it's not they're not the only ones who misreport things no i mean we've done that it happens what well we reported somebody's misreporting and mm-hmm. somebody passing you so remember not that? Mm-hmm. and we got attacked uh, let's get back to the overreaction, shall we? Hell yeah! And then we'll take some phone calls. This one's from Randy Fraley here. hashtag Pat I don't want overreact, but is the Bengals Zach Taylor getting one more year just because Joe Burrow has one more good <laughs> knee? This is a, this was the tweet I was referring to. Why why do you think the Bengals are so bullish on the foundation that Zach Taylor has put together? And Joey Burrow has put out a tweet saying he can't wait to get back out there and everything like that. What is Zach Taylor? Uh, and I'm not around Cincinnati enough. What has he done to make people believe? You know what? This guy's a guy. This guy can get us some wins. Does he have good press conferences? What happens over
6: there? Oh, I don't know. I mean, press conferences are are so terrible now too because they're all through Zoom and there's you know I, I don't I have a hard time watching them. But no, I mean Zach Taylor, he's there because he's still under contract. The Bengals don't want to fire a coach and still pay him and then have to pay the new staff to come in. So there's a lot of money involved. I feel like when they when they want to fire a coach and the Bengals are not one of those teams that is cool just firing a guy with what do you what does he probably have two years after this three years left and, and having to pay all that money see everybody's upset about what peterson
0: did yesterday well how come more people aren't mad about the bangles yeah and how they run their
6: operation yeah you know that's how they've always run the operation that's th- why
0: that's what i'm talking about though for for however long has just been able to be yeah 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 do whatever we're just here for the cash everybody knows it we're just here for the cash okay uh, you boys got there and play. The Brown family's going to rake in cash. We're going to be the president of the team, general manager of the team. We're going to do this. We're going to give ourselves million-dollar contracts. We're just going to go ahead. And, by the way, if the team stinks, eh, team's not happy. Eh, you need a scouting department. Eh, we ain't got one. Like, Shouldn't that be talked about a little bit more, maybe? Don't you think that is something that's more disrespectful to the NFL than anything that could have happened on Sunday
6: Night Football last night? It does get talked about a little bit, but it's more like the the old term inside baseball when they want to talk about like the front office of the Bengals and how like people get. I think when you when you get too deep into it, especially when you're talking about front office, scouting departments, all this stuff inside uh, indoor practice facility, which you mentioned daily, people just I think they tune out. They don't really care.
0: Well, I just know that. There was times at midnight, mm-hmm. 12.45 a.m., yeah. where I wanted to get extra work in. Mm-hmm. And I went to the Colts indoor practice facility, turned on the lights, grabbed the aux cord. I went to work hour, hour and a half to learn how to fucking punt. Ooh. You think any Cincinnati Bengals doing that? Probably not. No way None in hell. And that's just one little indicator. That's just one little indicator of the way everything else is being run. And the fact that you are so certain that the reason why they're not moving on from Zach Taylor, and it's not because of success or promise or anything, it it is strictly just because of the dollar amount. I mean, when you take heart out of the sport and you only think about the bottom line, I mean, that needs to be discussed in
2: a fashion that Doug Peterson putting fucking Nate Sudfeld on the field is discussed. Bengals fans should be storming the castles. Yes, right now, as we speak, to get that place built.
0: But they won't. We'll go on another year. We'll take another trip around the sun. We'll buy a starship, some uh, spaceship that Elon made that's only $5 million. Uh We'll go up into space. We'll come back. We'll go to Mars three years there, three years back. Bengals will still be doing the same old bullshit. (laughs) Their fans don't deserve it. The players don't deserve it. And most certainly, the beautiful game of football doesn't deserve it. It, They didn't let
3: Marvin Lewis go until all of his guaranteed money was gone. Because they don't like paying coaches to not work.
0: You were trying to get him fired for a long time. It turns out he was maybe a godsend over there.
3: Why the fuck would you hire this guy to like a six
1: year contract if you have no idea what he can do if you're just gonna let him stay the entire time? I mean, it just doesn't, then it doesn't matter at all.
0: They'll probably sign the next person to a 15 year contract so they can lock it in at the prices that it's in right now for the next 15 years and just like, yeah, are you gonna win? Don't care. What's the deal you're willing to take? All right, one million a year? Let's lock you in for the next 100 years, <laughs> Till death, pal. Till death. You got the job. Way to go. Get me- Burrow out of there. No, Joe's pumped.
1: Yeah, can't oh, wait to play Joe's again. Joe's put
0: out a tweet, said he's pumped to go there. Until go- his
1: left knee explodes yeah. next year. Whoa, exactly. whoa, 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 whoa. I hope whoa. it
0: doesn't happen. That I really didn't sound don't. like it with the way no, you said
1: that. I love Joe Burrow, but Jesus Christ, protect the guy.
0: I think the Oculus maybe did something inside my ear hole here. Oh, <laughs> there wow. we go. Well, no, it's just a little. There's something
6: going on. Is the mind. eardrum again? Is I'm it acting right. up? Oh, can't feel it. <laughs> is it that uh, L, L1, L2, or L4, L5? Oh, what is it? T. Yeah, yeah thank uh, T1,
1: T2, L4, L5.
6: By
0: the way, those are okay. We did get the scans back. Thanks for asking, Aaron. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the next one, please. Uh, this is from C. Shandbrum, Chris Shambrum. Hashtag Pat, I don't want to overreact, but hearing Ron Rivera say, Hey, thanks, at the handshake made me want to punch my television. Thankfully, I value my hand. Says New York Giants fan right there. Ron Rivera, by the way, going to Doug Peterson and saying, thanks for what you did there, man. (laughs) Is a hilarious little shh right into the Giants fans. But Giants fans, you guys won six games. Okay, everybody doesn't even. uh, The rest of the NFL was worried that the NFC East even got an opportunity to be in the playoffs. I can see how Doug Peterson directly affected you, but the, the whole season too, you know, the whole season.
6: Yeah, I mean, I can understand in the moment, like if you're a Giants fan or you're a Giants player and you're watching that game, I can see you being frustrated and being upset. And then as soon as the game's over, you have a second to think about it. Like, well, I can't be too upset. Like, we won six games. We, we stink. <laughs> yeah, we, we fucking suck. We needed help <laughs> everywhere. Like, we this, this was not, like, all that mattered to us.
0: And we wouldn't have had that moment with Chase Young sitting on the middle of the field after the game. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which is – go ahead.
3: ESPN says that Changelly has not been fired and the error has been corrected and the story has been removed from ESPN.com. A darn, <laughs> a
0: darn, Schefter got somebody at ESPN. Wow. Oh no. Hey, big congrats, to Chan Gailey, by the yeah, way. Everybody. Dan Gale, we still got a gig down here in Miami. Congrats to all Dolphins fans everywhere, getting somebody who's been around the game for so long, who's a steadfast and a constant to that Dolphins team that is currently on the rise. To speak for Dolphins fans, our resident Dolphins fan, Bubba Gumpino.
4: It's only a matter of time. Enjoy it while you can, Chan.
0: <laughs> hmm. Seems like Gumpy enjoyed the first news break as opposed to the correct news break. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit more. Uh, you want to go to some phone calls, AJ? Yeah, let's do it. Let's go to Vaughn in Indianapolis. What's going on, Vaughn? Hey, Pat Vaughn Lyles here. How's it going today? Oh, this guy chopped the shit out of me. This, this guy's a wrestler. Okay, uh, OVW uh, wrestler. First person I trained with with Rip Rogers, and it would end every single time with chops. This guy might be six foot nine with the wingspan of a fucking maybe avatar bird. <laughs> Whoa! And his chops, and would be bruised for Jeez. weeks. Good guy though. Used to be a teacher. Yeah, I He's Va- Va-
8: calling in to save the show today Oh, okay, oh.
0: thank you Vaughn, appreciate that What do you want to talk no, about, brother?
8: Well, I, got, I got cut in front of it with Justin Tucker, but that's alright so <laughs> I, I want to slow down a little bit on the on the uh, Doug Peterson thing I thought it was great I thought it was one of the greatest things i ever seen okay. I thought his interview was awesome Hey, he's been with us for four years He hasn't got a play yet at all I just thought it was his time to get a chance I thought that was great <laughs> And why, if we're going to go after him, why are we not going after Tomlin? I mean, he played and Rudolph Mm -hmm. in a meaningful game. True. Uh, We're not going after Frank Reich. He tried to throw a game yesterday. I mean, come on. It's true.
7: true.
0: Nate Sudfeld, I believe, is an Indiana guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A lot of Indiana people tweeting about me, tweeting about Nate Sudfeld. It was kind of a predicament I was in because I didn't know he was an IU guy. Uh, There was a lot of people happy to see him get his shot, and and then that that shot – kind of, kind of wither away, but nothing to say. Either.
1: That long ball he threw was pretty nice. Pretty though. nice. Yeah, it looked yeah. good coming yeah, out. Yeah, of tight end. spiral. Yeah. The punt? Yeah.
0: Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Mm-hmm. It did spin. Yeah. It, it, it was sort of like Wolford. Yeah. He Wolford. Was. Wolford got a dub. He, his defense got him a safety, uh, pick six, yep. and then there was a field goal, obviously. Why didn't the uh, – why didn't old Nate Sudfeld's boys do that? Huh. I mean, they tried. They got like seven turns yeah. last night. <laughs> yeah, they
6: did. Oh man. I don't I, think there's I don't think there's any way that Doug Peterson made this decision on his own. Like do you think he like was the rest of the team shocked when they saw this happen?
0: I don't know. That's interesting because Jason Kelsey gives that entire speech, you know, like a week ago about culture of winning and everything and then this happens. It's like maybe Kelsey knew it was coming and maybe Kelsey just did that whole speech to kind of stir the pot, you know what I mean? Ooh. I'd love that. Maybe. I, I mean, like yeah.
6: Doug, but Doug's staying, right? They announced that he's going to be there?
0: I think him and Howie did a uh, joint Zoom today, mm-hmm, uh-huh. I believe. I don't know how it went. I saw that it was happening. So Carson Wentz, they're going to try to unload him. Is Jalen Hurts the guy? Or are they going to go somewhere else at 6? What are they going to do? Sudfeld.
2: Huh? Let, let Sudfeld get a whole week of preparation. Again. Is that what they were trying You're to find out, whether or not chance.
0: Sudfeld was a starter or not? I, I think he's so.
2: started before, hasn't he? I have no clue. I don't know.
0: Let's go to Aaron in Oregon. What's going on, Aaron? What of Oregon calls? Aaron, what's going on?
2: Hey Pat, what's going on?
1: Hey, uh, first, I want to say tease and peace to Zito with the COVID and gout combo. Quite yeah. a deal there. Yeah.
2: That is, it's like hawking animals. And, animal.
1: and uh, <laughs> second, uh, calling in to say that the Chiefs stink and they're not going to win the Super Bowl. Oh. Not even close.
0: Uh, not even close, huh? They already won one playoff game without even playing one. Why do you think they're not? <laughs> why do you think they're not even close to winning the Super Bowl?
1: Because Josh fucking
6: Allen is coming for that ass.
0: I, I like that. Josh Allen fans are loud right now for a good reason. He looks unbelievable, AJ. Hey, Josh Allen looks unbelievable right now.
6: Looks great. He's playing with a ton of confidence and just slanging that thing. I, I agree. The Bills, they do look great, but you know what? I don't. I think out of the first round matchups, they have a tough one with the Colts. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the Colts are a scary team.
0: I think so too. That opportunistic defense, okay, against Josh Allen and the way they play, they could get a couple turnovers. Right? Now, on the complete opposite side, Josh Allen could get hot and they could go, yep. but that defense could create a couple turnovers. The Colts getting seven seems like a lot of points. But you do have to recall, Phillip Rivers in the playoffs. I think that's probably what the books are going right now. I don't know. It's an interesting – with Jonathan Taylor, they're a different team, that Colts team. They found like a uh, – I don't want to say an identity, but it feels like they found an identity here late in the season. Now, this is back-to-back second halves where they have gone to complete shit, basically, yeah. and then they uh, Jonathan Taylor kind of saved them out this past weekend against the Jaguars. But I don't know. The Colts are a scary team. It, but Josh Allen's playing like Aaron right now, by mm-hmm. the way. He's playing like Aaron, like confident. It, slinging it aaron just has been doing it the entire season and for his entire career have you ever seen your guy a rod just as confident as comfortable and as just everything that he is he looks so fucking comfortable out there 19 completions yesterday four of them for touchdown should have been five i mean it's just unbelievable football out of that guy
6: well Ty might know that the stats better than me i'm sure he does i, I believe that coming out of the lockout I remember Aaron played well in the preseason, and he just rolled it into the regular season. We went 15-1. and one. Um, I don't know. Did he win MVP that year, Ty? It was 2011? Yeah.
1: yeah, he did. Uh, f- he had 45 touchdowns and six picks that year. Yeah, that's what, like, you know, watching him for a long time. This is his, the best statistical year of his career, which is kind of crazy.
6: I mean, I just hope that yeah, I hope the rest of the team is able to handle this bye week. Like I know Aaron will be fine, but it's weird, man, when you oh, yeah. when you have that week before the playoffs and all the other teams kind of have some momentum. There's a weird thing because you fight for the bye and then you're never really sure how your team's going to play once you come off that bye.
0: Aaron, what's your message to your team going into the bye week? I think you said don't get fucking COVID. Yeah, <laughs>
6: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Listen, just don't that 10 day mandatory. Jail sentence, if you come up with a positive, is the NFL saying, Don't get fucking COVID. We are in the playoffs, lock it down. A darn Schefter might not say that, but mm-hmm. I'm saying that's the only reason why that rule took into place. <sighs> I mean, so sorry to interrupt, dude. Like, so, so sorry. Apologies. The conversation was going there. It really was. You know? Mm-hmm. And here we go, interrupting it like this. Got paid bills. What we're interrupting it with is something that matters, though. Oh, yeah. Are you the best version of you that you could possibly be, you think?
1: Definitely not.
0: Does your skin, hair, anything else really that revolves around men's health, is it at its highest that it could possibly be? I
1: mean, it could probably be better.
0: And that's the thing about it is there's a company out there that's a men's health brand Mm -hmm. that is unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Okay, They are unbelievable. And that is Roman. Roman is a men's health brand that makes you and wants you to be the best version of you possible, your hair, folder, your skin, brighter, anything else you have going on, they want to take care of you. And they want to do it in a fashion that is most affordable, but it's not just skin. It's not just hair. It's not just everything like that. It's also whenever you go in and you go to do the lovemaking, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? The men's health brand wants to be your tag team partner and being the best you in all facets of your life. And did you know, That if you're somebody who uh, doesn't have sex for as long as you would like, and we're not saying you go quick. Hey, hey, maybe you just don't go as long as you want to go. Yeah, Maybe your sex life, you want it to go long, long, long time. Mm -hmm. You want to put on a show in there. Hey, Thanksgiving's coming up. You know what you're thankful for? Maybe the incredibly long sex that you're having. Hey, how about the holiday season? No better time to celebrate 2021, by the way, is a beautiful love-making session. Mm -hmm.
1: It is cuffing season.
0: It is cuffing season. If you want to put on a show in the bedroom, you need to tag team partner with our friends at Roman with the Roman swipes. I love Roman swipes. These things show up at your door in discreet packaging. Nobody knows that you have a tag team partner that's small enough to fit in your back pocket, small enough to fit in your wallet. Nobody will even know that you have it. Then whenever it's time to, you know, do the deed. hmm When it's time to... Sling some salami. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> you know? Whenever you're out there with your baloney about to really make a sandwich mm-hmm. and it's time to go, why don't you do it for a long, long time, Ty? You pull out the Roman swipe, okay? You rub it on your tool, mm-hmm. your baby maker, yep. your magic stick, yes, your dipstick, mm-hmm. your how's it going, how you doing, keep it moving, pleasure town, here we come stick, mm-hmm. okay? You rub it on there, it'll dry quickly. It'll not transfer to your partner and it is scientifically proven to make you last longer in bed. Bologna sandwich, extra mayo. Long time making it. We can't thank Roman enough. And right now you can get free two-day shipping on your Roman swipes. Get them in time for Thanksgiving next weekend. Get them in time for the holiday season. Stock up on these things for the winter, because I do believe we're getting locked back down.
1: Looks like it. In a
0: lot of places. hmm So you know what time it is? Why not just have a little bit of a sex fest? Might as well. <laughs> Go to GetRoman.com forward slash Pat. Free two-day shipping on these Roman Swipes. You will love them, and so will she or he. Have a time of your life behind the closed doors with our friends at Roman, Roman Swipes, and also make yourself the best you possible uh, with everything else that the Men's Health brand has for you. GetRoman.com forward slash Pat. Back to the show. Joining us now, host of the Man to Man podcast, nine years in the NFL, one of the smartest football players I've ever got to witness his intelligence. Ladies and gentlemen, Darius Butler. Fellas, yeah, fellas, fellas. No Miami Dolphins hat on today, huh? That's weird. We were, <laughs> uh, we were, uh, we were taking bets on whether or not we thought you were going to be wearing a Dolphins hat today. That was a big question we had around here. Nah, man. I'm, uh,
5: nah, they're out of they're out of game right now.
0: Okay. Well, we we talked to, about the Dolphins sucking and not knowing who their quarterback is and what they're going to do from the offensive coordinator. I mean, we talked about the team being good, but having a lot of questions still earlier. So I don't want to kind of bore you and your time with the Miami Dolphins because there's a lot, you know, bigger things to talk about. If you're playing for the Eagles, Doug Peterson, okay, and you've witnessed all this drama all year, okay, that's all it's been. And now that mm-hmm. we're now that things are starting to linger out, Carson's going to ask for a trade. His relationship with Doug Peterson is fractured beyond repair, Ooh. they said. It's like, okay, I don't know who's leaking that information, but it's somebody who knows what's going on, it sounds like. Now, granted, they had to walk those back a little bit, but it's all bush. The drama, if you're in that locker room behind us, then Jason Kelsey a couple weeks ago goes on a speech about how yep. your culture has to be about winning, and then last night they pulled Jalen in a – Primetime divisional game to knock out a playoff team. Uh, they don't want to see what he's like in the fourth quarter of that game. They want to see Nate Sudfeld get meaningful reps to see if he's the guy. If you're for the Eagles, what is your mindset right now on the, on the Eagles going forward?
5: I mean, if you're a player, it's tough, man. Like you said, you saw uh, Kelsey come out, pour his heart out in that, uh, you know, that media interview, the mullet out. And um, you know what players go through, especially week 17, you know, put your body through shit all year you getting out there and you see them you know pulling hurts and you know basically tanking in front of uh, the whole NFL world and for that to be the last game of the 2020 season um, that we all see on primetime I think that's why you're getting the, you know the big overreaction but um, you know it's you know that comes from the top they're trying to secure their uh, their draft spot obviously weren't going to win a division damn sure don't care about the Giants and how they feel. So um, maybe it was best, I guess, from the, you know, from the front office standpoint, but from the players, from that locker room, um, the respect that you have for the coach, um, I think that drastically drops in my opinion.
0: Hey, I think so too. Honestly, unless they were told, you know, And if they Mm -hmm. were told, then that would have already came out, I assume. You know what I mean? If they were told, like, hey, boys, this is what we're going to do. Fourth quarter, we're going to get some young guys in. I know it's (laughs) not going to make everybody happy. Okay, It's not going to make everybody happy. But we have to do this looking ahead from a franchise. And if Doug Peterson did that to the team, I think the team would be like, Okay, we hate it, obviously, because yeah. we would like film. But at least he told us the truth. Whenever it happened, I would assume there was a lot of, oh, what the fuck? This is how we're going to go out on this terrible year. I guess it puts a good cap on it. The hilarious thing to me was those Giants fans not happy.
7: <laughs> not yes.
0: happy. They win six games on a year. You know what I mean? <laughs> they get a big win against Andy Dawn and the Cowboys last week of the season. And they're like, we deserve a shot. And goddamn Doug Peterson's fucking us over right now.
5: Yeah, them, them boys are hot, man. But like I said, it, it, the Philly, they, they could give a shit, man. <laughs> and, uh, and I mean, you pull, you pull hurts. Maybe you pull him to get Nate in there, but it also if that's gonna be your guy going forward, you know why? Why risk him getting hurt? I guess. Um, but uh, he wasn't playing great. Obviously, still gave him two touchdowns on the ground. Uh, wasn't really uh, slinging it right through the air. But um, you know, it's a decision that they made. We all we're gonna move on and live with it. We got no choice. You know, down with the Giants. saw Eli Manning and um, I think it was Fletcher Cox or somebody going back and forth on Twitter. That was funny. But, um, you know, it is what it is, man.
0: Yeah, I agree. Get over it. Dan Orlovsky's entrenched in battle right now on (laughs) Twitter. And uh, he's entrenched. I mean, this is like a every other week thing for Lovsky, But <laughs> anytime you get a tweet that has 6,000 tweets, you're gonna find the enemy of what you're saying. Okay? Like that, oh, is, absolutely. that is just. A, whenever I was, you know, a smaller Twitter account. Oh my god, I had so much more fun. I was just, pff, I was just sawing <laughs> things down. But then you get to a point where all of a sudden. That group has a fan club, and then you have yeah. to make a decision on whether or not you want your mentions to just be, uh, do I want to deal with this? You start weighing, you know, the, the, the pros and cons of every tweet. So anytime you get a tweet that gets 5,000, 6,000 retweets, like Dan's note did, which, by the way, he did not decide to crop that down <laughs> no. at all. He said, well, I'm going to let you know how the fuck that was, I did that this. Was,
5: that was an emotional tweet, man. Yeah. He just, that was fresh off the... Fresh off the presses.
0: Look how much service I have. Look how much battery percentage I have. Okay, look at when this was typed up. I'm sending this whole goddamn thing just to let you know. And by the way, when you get that many retweets, that means a lot of people feel the same way you do. Okay? But a retweet isn't as loud as the tweets that you're getting. So I Mm -hmm. feel like Dan potentially has been entrenched in battle. And, you know, for me, the big takeaway is the Giants fans being pissed off was my favorite part of the whole thing. Like, I I don't think I care enough about the Eagles to be, like, up, Said about them doing that in the fourth quarter but if you're an Eagles fan or something like that you can see how you could be mad but you're going to forget about it tomorrow you're like whenever your draft yeah. pick happens it's going to be like oh I got a good draft pick all right who cares what happened this last year that's just the way the world is let's keep moving the Tampa Bay Buccaneers look like a good football team Darius did you get a chance to see them yesterday A.B. got his money by the way a lot of coaches talk about it they actually did it loved it loved that uh but they seem to be getting hot at the right time D but
5: yeah, they're getting hot, man. Uh, you saw Mike Evans go down. Um, you know, we'll see how serious that injury is. Obviously, he's a he's a big weapon for him. But um, you know, Godwin went off. You get you get Ronald Jones playing hey, the ball right. Godwin's really
0: yeah. fucking good, by the way.
5: Hey, he he is a baller. We know he was nice, but you know, getting healthy, getting on the same page with Brady down the stretch. A B getting on the same page with Brady down the stretch, getting him his money. Um, and even if, you know, Mike isn't, Evans isn't isn't able to play in this uh first game, you know, you still got two you know, legit certified number one receivers out there. And you can't count out 87 either. Gronk yep. is still Gronk, especially with 12. So the boys got hot at the right time, man. You you, you know it's all about getting hot going into the playoffs. And, um, you know, he played some shitty teams down the stretch, so I won't get too carried away. Why, why is everybody no, going
0: to do no, that? Why, why, why is everybody going to do that? D. Everybody does that. <laughs> I'll, I'll say something that, that compliments somebody, and I'll get, obviously, 13 D-butts on it. Well, that team <laughs> fucking stinks. <laughs> well, of course he played well. That team is terrible. That feels like that is something that happens. But you never really know until you know. That's like the comment about the Packers, how they've beaten the same amount of above 500 mm-hmm. teams. Like, it can't schedule that. That's not on them. It's just them getting good at football. But they're playing a team. They, they do what they're supposed to do. Yeah. The, the Washington football team. Okay, obviously a hell of a story. You got exposes coming out. You got no goddamn name. Uh, your head coach has cancer. <laughs> your quarterback doesn't have a shin. I mean, there is just unbelievable that they win. I mean, he doesn't. Eh, eh, D but it, it, he it's a hamstring for a shin. They had uh-huh. they had to tighten it up. The guy wow. seventeen surgeries. Alex Smith. Congratulations, boy. Yeah.
5: Alex. Comeback player of the year for sure.
0: But. It might this is not who the Tampa Bay Buccaneers wanted to play, right? With that defensive line. This is not the squad that they wanted to
5: play, I don't think. Man, that that D, that D line is nasty, man. Chase Young sweat coming off those edges. And um, you know, obviously that's how you that's how you beat this team. You affect the quarterback, you affect Brady. Chase Young coming out with the comments. Uh me and AB talked about it this morning. Um, we love it. You know, you're coming out, you're saying you want Brady, you're gonna get him, but you gotta know what's on the other side of that. Twelve is an assassin. <laughs> So uh, I've, I've been his teammates, and he hears, he sees all of that shit. And, um, you know, you've, you've been on, I've been on both sides of up 35, down 35 against him, and he's cheering and fist pumping like, you know, he just made a, a go-ahead touchdown in overtime. So it'll be a good game to watch, man. But um, I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm excited about that front, how they respond. But it's going to be about that Tampa Bay run game. If they get that run game going – it's going to be an ugly matchup. That's kind of my sleeper on the uh, NFC side as a fifth seed to Who? make a run. Tampa, the Bucks, the Bucks. Yeah, it's crazy to say Tom Brady's a sleeper, but
0: yeah, I got a lot of money on him making the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Ooh. I did. I bet it early as soon as he went down there. He was oh, meeting with Bill Gates and all them before Aaron Rodgers Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, Sunday? yeah, it actually was. <laughs> it was. It actually was. Yeah. I also I, I bet, bet on that as soon as Aaron Rodgers Tuesday got locked in. By the way, <laughs> I like that. Um, They're looking good. Hey. Unbelievable right now. I, I, I mean, if it's not for the MVS drop, there's no momentum swing in that game at all. It knows the doors are just blown up. Now, MVS also had a touchdown, by the right. way. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying, like, he fucked it. You get it. Yeah. But that, that game against a good defense, Chuck's defense, I guess yep. some the Internet experts that, that do the film study said that Chuck made a couple suspect calls. But I feel like when you're playing Aaron Rodgers, there's really not much you can do at this point.
5: Yeah, you, I mean, you, you you just hope somebody gets home. You can make whatever call you want, but um, if he's on the same page with his guys out there, he can. He's one of those guys that could put the ball wherever the hell he wants. And uh, it's gonna be tough to go through Lambeau and uh and, and beat twelve with the season he's having. Man, they better draft another quarterback. In the uh, first and second round next year. Hey, so debut his playoff run though.
0: Debut, you do numbers, dude. There's currently <laughs> 38,000 people watching on YouTube. Would like to let you know there has to be something better for you to be doing, but we're thankful that you're not. <laughs> Hey, hey, this is, this is big for an overreaction Monday. And uh, We're not overreacting, by the way. These are
2: facts, yeah, everything yeah, we're yeah. saying. All facts.
0: All facts. Indianapolis Colts, Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen looks damn near arrogant at this point with the way he's playing football. That Miami Dolphins defense, by all counts, pretty good defense. He looked unbelievable. The Bills seem to, under McDermott's patience, right, and old Mr. Bean up there, in the, they've grown a fr- – I mean, that is a team up there. Now, listen, the Colts have great defense, okay? Jonathan Taylor is a dude. This is going to be a good game. But the Bills have to be very comfortable with where they're at.
5: Scary, scary, scary team. Um, I would probably – the hottest team going into the playoffs, I would say, especially on the AFC side. um, You got Josh Allen. Um, Obviously, we played week 17. You look at the Steelers. They rested, which I don't think they should have. Um, the Chiefs they rested right before bye week. We'll see oh, how that whoa, whoa,
0: turns out. Whoa, 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 whoa! Stop, stop! Why don't you think they should have rested? The Steelers? Yeah. I mean, they play like
5: shit down the stretch, man. They had a good second half against the Colts. I think they should at least uh, built on that. Played the first half at least. Um, get your guys going. Get some momentum going, and then maybe rest. You know, once once the game is in I, hand. I, hey, I, I thought mean, so too. By I, the way, I, yeah, I th- you. I thought so. they didn't play well enough to to they didn't have the luxury of resting their guys. But you got an old guy at quarterback who you know you want to protect. And I mean, you lost some uh, obviously very talented pieces of defense already. Bud Dupree, Devin Bush. So you know you don't want to get Watt hurt. So I get it from that standpoint.
0: But um, we'll see. We'll see. D but we have to remember week four by week. You know what I mean? Like it was. Yeah. It's not like a. You know what I mean? That's right. a very early. Right. so Not I, a real bye week. I was, and it wasn't really – they didn't even know until Friday or Saturday. Not that there was any real bye weeks this year anyways, but they didn't even know they were in a bye week until they were in a bye week. I felt like yeah. you, though. They learned how to play football again in the second half against the Indianapolis Colts. Now, the Colts might have collapsed there completely, which they almost did yesterday. to did the Jags, <sighs> which which unbelievable. But give the ball to Jonathan Taylor. Let's pound that thing. I mean, he is a great player oh, yeah. at this point. But the the thought of – yeah, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> and
5: that, least... that's got to be the recipe for the Colts too to beat. They learned how to
0: play football again. And why wouldn't you just go out and get them? Now, they let the guys stay home. But my first thought was, Mm -hmm. let them go and just keep do like two, three more drives of we're all on the same page and then kind of move on. But then everybody was like, it was a week four bye week, though. And it's really, it's a tough situation. I trust Tomlin. I trust Tomlin. Like, I think Tomlin has a pretty good feel of his team. But that's going to be something that people are going to talk about if the Browns – Make this a real, real game, which they definitely can, by the way. Diggs, what do you got?
3: I was just going to say, like, if, if Ben gets hurt, you might as well not even play the game. Like, the, the, Browns, <laughs> the Browns are going to blow out the Steelers in the playoffs. But I think Tomlin's smart enough to know that the Dolphins were going to get blown out by the Bills, so there oh. was no chance to get up to the two-seed, and you get to play the worst team in the AFC playoffs in the Browns next week when you would have had to play the Colts. Jeez.
0: How about that shot at the
3: ball? Oh, oh, Big shot. Yeah, Big shot. I
5: mean, they got. Some, I mean, they barely beat old Mason yesterday. So uh, I guess it's not a terrible shot. But if they get that run game going, that that two-headed monster in the backfield, um, and play some good defense, they got a chance. But. Uh, We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Nobody, that, should be, that should be a good game, though.
0: should be a good game. Hey, uh, Derek Henry, and last one here before we let you go. Can't thank you enough, by the way, D. But all year, by the way, thank mm-hmm. you for what you did for this show. Thank dude. you, guys, man. I loved it. No, no, we appreciate you so much. You made our show a lot better uh, this year. Ravens, okay, Baltimore Ravens playing the Tennessee Titans. And Robert Griffin III tweeted me last night, okay? <laughs> and he said, I don't know if you saw this. You, <laughs> you, If you saw it, you can't wait for me to say it. And if you I didn't, I didn't say it, Just be new. Okay, I mean, I so it. I, asked, I asked one question whenever I put up the AFC playoffs picture. I said, Who's happiest? Okay, who's, who's happiest out of everybody in the AFC playoff with the way it was all set up? Obviously, Kansas City with a bye, Bills, Colts, Ravens, Titans, you get it, Cleveland, Pittsburgh. You know, I said, Who's happiest? Robert Griffin III answered and said, One team's uh, it's pumped to get their bike back or something like that. And I was like, uh, so I looked at it, and I was like, mm-hmm. me and Robert Griffin III ever talked before? No. <laughs> okay. It Was that an inside joke to something? No. And then I, then we all came to the conclusion, obviously, bike. Somebody stole my bike. It's yep. the, uh, the Debo bike. The, that's what he's referring to with the Titans beating them last year whenever they were so hot. Then the Titans become this team out of nowhere. Travel to Baltimore, get a win, get a lead on the Chiefs, and inevitably lose it. That's what Baltimore's trying to do this year. It does feel like it's a complete role reversal in that game.
5: Yeah, uh, Ravens hot. I was probably the second hottest team in the AFC coming into it, man. Uh, Lamar's playing well down the stretch. Defense is playing well. Titans, not so much. Outside of Derrick Henry, obviously, who cracked 2K. Uh, You know, big congrats to him. That was a big accomplishment. But, um, yeah, I think they get that bike back going into the playoffs. I don't know if I necessarily – like hearing it from a guy who won't be out there, no, <laughs> shot, at, no, no shot at RG3. But you know, I like if you're gonna talk, shit. I want you to be at least out there to back it up. That's not like RG3's fault. Young
0: out
7: no, there in, not. Um, uh-uh. City.
0: Hey, that's not RG3's
5: fault. He, he listen, there's he, not, it's not his fault, not his fault. But you know, if you're going this is my thing, if you're gonna put some bulletin board material out there, yeah, I gotta be out there to back it up. That's just my
0: opinion, and that's why, by the way. Uh, once you become a kicker or punter, you can no longer talk shit. Okay, Ooh. and it was kind of frustrating. That's why Twitter became awesome because some scrub would talk shit to me, and I'm like, "Ooh, I don't get to do this in my job, <laughs> but I can definitely talk shit to this fucking guy." So then I, you know, I did, so that was kind of fun for me. RG three said, "I know who is excited for the chance to get their bike back." That's Baltimore Ravens, but I'll tell you what, they're trying to go get their bike from a guy that has rushed for 710 <laughs> yards in the last four weeks. Derrick Henry has rushed for seven. 700- 110 yards in the last four weeks, right? That's enough. Uh-huh. Yep. He's on, he, He's rolling right now. That's the offensive line. Tannehill's mm-hmm. taking shots. That's going to be a great matchup between those two.
5: Damn Texas, man. Like, how do you – come on, man. These end-of-the-game situations with these defensive coordinators. I mean, come, like well, – Explain. What dude, do you mean? I'm, dude's getting the ball back. You saw the uh, the Dolphins-Raiders game, the, the Ravens. I mean, used to be back in the day – Team gets the ball back with twenty five seconds left. You know, down or whatever. That was pretty much game over going to overtime. Now it's like fifty fifty. Like, let me turn the TV up and see who's going, who's going to mess it up this week. So for them to make that quarters call, get beat and let AJ Brown get behind you to set up for a go ahead field goal. That was that was that was terrible. That fifteen seconds. Cheeks.
2: Well, they
0: have, fifteen seconds.
5: Yeah, if that. And I'm like, okay, this game's going to overtime come out it, like it that, that, that's crazy man it, it's getting it's getting egregious at this point a lot of stupid calls huh terrible terrible i mean i i, I don't i don't know man i got i might have to throw my hat you coaching Ooh. you oh, didn't oh, coaching yeah. i got, i might have to get out of here man it, it's getting i hate i hate watching the bad ball from the couch man
0: okay so cuz you don't want you would like to potentially change the Change what's going on out there because there's a lot of great football players potentially getting wasted by stupid play callers. Is that what you're saying? No,
5: yeah, it's, it's some it's some very very bad play callers out there for damn sure. Maybe maybe in the front office. Maybe on the yeah, I take front office. That yeah, office. yeah, cool.
0: yeah. You don't have to day to day. Yeah, front <laughs> office Jacksonville. Yeah, smart. Put a like, suit.
5: Reach out to some guys. Put a
0: suit on. You know, Urban. Urban knows me. Ooh.
2: I don't know if we've ever met, but <laughs> yeah. I can put well, hey, it away. Do not.
5: I don't know about y'all relationship, but I would not. hire urban meyer i just wouldn't do it not the nfl
0: okay hell no hey that was your that was big right there what you just said nine-year nfl vet man who was very well respected amongst his peers host of the man-to-man podcast darius butler says do not (laughs) hire urban meyer into the nfl is that real
5: do 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 not do it. I wouldn't do it that's if a, I, if, if, you know, if I'm role. making that mm-hmm. shot. Um, yeah. You know, he's left the last, you know, couple places that he's been a mess. He wins at college programs. You know, when you're recruiting some guys, you can build programs and win. But coming and dealing with professionals, I just don't know how that transition will work out. Um, with old Herb, but he's doing a good job on TV though. I, I, would, <laughs> I would, I would, I would <laughs> suggest. Don't worry about
2: himself, too. Ladies,
0: yeah, because it's hard. Start losing mm-hmm. and- some other stuff. There's some college coaches that I, I mean, I've heard stories about some college coaches in previous stops in the NFL where they're like telling grown men, Oh, right, you can't talk on the bus, can't talk at <laughs> meal, can't talk during travel And these grown men being like, Why don't you put your little fucking headphones on, right? You won't even hear us. All right, pal? I don't get, you? get your ass back up there in, in the front of the <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, host of the Man to man pod, Darius Butler. Thank you, D-Buy. Hey, D-Buy. D-Buy. we got a guy joining us. Ooh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> He's joining us. Okay. By the way, going to be an interesting pool to jump right into, by the way. Not a bad show we've had thus far. Mm-hmm. We've covered damn near everything, but a man who's definitely going to add to it probably has some inside information, probably has a bigger brain than any of us and all mm-hmm. of us combined. Ladies and gentlemen, probably not Ty, but ladies and gentlemen, feel Gates to I'm not sure my
10: brain is that big, but I appreciate the kind words as always.
0: Well, you always uh, come on this show and say smart things. So for that, I thank you, obviously. Uh, Field, a lot of job openings, okay? We're getting our tips from people on who's going where. You're getting your tips from people on who's going where. The internet has theories. What is a head coaching location and a guy you think, or woman, by the way, who is locked in, you think? Is it Urban Meyer to Jacksonville? Is it Dabo to uh, the Chargers? because tom and him went to high school together who, who do you think is a basic virtual lock at this point field
10: uh, yeah i'm not totally sold that anybody is a virtual lock as of yet okay. i think what you're saying is both sensible like both those things make a lot of sense based off of the connections you laid out i think what ends up happening with the coaching search is that more frequently than not there's one domino that kickstarts the rest of the process and it allows the other pieces to fit in some ways, it feels like Jacksonville is the first domino this year, only because not only is it a head coach and a general manager of vacancy, but there's a lure for this job that maybe it doesn't otherwise normally have. Number one pick in the draft, they have a ton of needs, obviously, on that roster, but you have the potential to draft Trevor Lawrence. You've got tons of money in free agency. You've got extra draft capital going forward. Jacksonville feels like it could be kind of the first domino to fall. But because none of the dominoes have fallen yet, I'm not prepared to make any sort of virtual locks. I do like your two um, hypothetical matches there, both Urban Meyer in Jacksonville and also Brian Dayball in Los Angeles, which... I think there's a case to be made that the Chargers job is the most attractive right now of the six openings.
0: Is that because of Air Bear and how incredible he looked and also the team that's around there. That D-line is obviously stout. And they just came off four wins. And if you look back earlier in the year, if they handled situational football, they they might have seven more wins. They might be like an 11 Mm -hmm. win, 10 win team at this point. Excited to see who gets where. Let's go back to the Jags with Urban Meyer because it's so intriguing. How did his name come about? Because remember, he was with Washington. What year ago in a suite sitting next to alex smith and everybody's like oh here he goes dwayne haskins is here how you doing keep it moving now it's coming out that urban meyer's thinking about asking for 12 million a year to coach in the nfl and if he was to go to jacksonville do you think do you think justin fields is drafted over trevor lawrence to jacksonville because of the obvious ohio state ties there
10: yeah i think i'll start with the second part of that question pat i think that it's going to be Trevor Lawrence, no matter who is the head coach or the GM in Jacksonville. And I feel like that's actually kind of a cold take, right? Like nothing about that is going out on that much of a limb. You've got so much momentum for Trevor Lawrence over three great years at Clemson, lost a total of two games in which he started for them. And it wasn't like they lost games that were totally out of nowhere, right? I mean, losing to Ohio State was surprising last Friday night. But as we know, Ohio State's a very, very good team. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to wind up as the Jaguars quarterback, no matter who they hire. As far as why Urban's name is popping up right now. So first of all, he's entered, left, and re-entered the coaching market before, right? He has retired from coaching and then re-emerged at Ohio State. Health, health. And what we don't see, at least not frequently, guys who master the pro game and decide to then want to try the college game on for size We do see this frequently. There's been some level of success for some guys and then others not so much. Seems like Matt Rule is on the right track in Carolina despite not a ton of wins this year. But Then we've seen the glaring failures at the pro level from the Bobby Petrino's to the Chip Kelly's to the Steve Spurrier's of the world. And Urban's got a ton of leverage right now. He kind of reminds me of John Gruden in this regard, that no matter what year it is, no matter what jobs are open, Until Urban Meyer takes one of these jobs, he's going to be one of the most frequently speculated upon coaching candidates. And because of the respect he has at the college level, at the pro level as well, he's not going to take some middling job. If there are six jobs open like there are this year and you were to stack them and it was clear that, you know, one or two of them is at the bottom of the pile in terms of desirability... Urban Meyer's not going there. He's going to take the crown jewel jobs. And if you believe enough in Trevor Lawrence and you believe enough in, frankly, yourself, then you think this Jacksonville job is pretty enticing. You have the first pick. You're in a division that's got really, really good quarterbacks right now, but you don't have Patrick Mahomes, which is probably the biggest, I would say, wart on the Los Angeles Chargers gig is the idea that you're going to have to compete with Patrick Mahomes probably the next 12 to 15
0: seasons. Yeah. You got Derrick Henry, obviously for the next couple of years and Deshaun Watson always showcases sure. his incredible ability and thank or hope to God, not Carson Wentz, and instead Matty Stafford (laughs) in Indianapolis. But if Urban was to go to Jacksonville, I'd be intrigued to see how that plays out because the way Urban coaches, from what I've been told, I don't know how well that would translate into the NFL, a la the previous college coaches who have had failures. But if he's a good coach, he can coach anybody. Now, I do have to correct you in one point, John Gruden and Urban Meyer, their names were always up for coaching jobs. You know, you know who the yep. original was? Bill
2: Carr. Bill Carr. <laughs> Bill Carr. That's, that's right. Yeah,
0: yeah, but you know, Pittsburgh he, guy. He Bill was Kier. loyal
10: to, to Pittsburgh forever,
0: right? Yeah, I mean, Bill Carr. Yeah, he was going to be the coach of the Panthers at one point. Yeah. he's going to be coach of the Bills at one. He was on like ten different jobs at one point, point. and his yeah. name was just funny. He was just floated out for the Jets here yeah. recently. Mm-hmm. Old Bill Carr, good for him. Uh, field. Who and where is Josh McDaniels going? Is he going to be a head coach? Who are some people you think whose names have not been talked about? Because this year, it's obviously Dabble. Obviously, Urban's name is up there now. The name is hot in the streets. Dan Campbell uh, is, (laughs) is out there. There's a lot of names out there. Is Josh McDaniels on the block? Is he going somewhere? You think he remains in New England? And they figure out how to win football games again next year and rebuild an entire place.
10: Yeah, I'd be surprised if he's a head coach this year. And we actually had this conversation on your show before, not about McDaniels, but about a different guy who I never understood how Matt Eberflus two years ago was the top candidate for head coaching jobs. And then last year, during a year where, as you know incredibly well, it wasn't Eberflus's woes that, that held the Colts back. It was that they dealt with the surprise retirement of Andrew Luck three weeks before the season, and they had a quarterback issue in 2019. Iberflus falls off the radar last year. Now he's back on it this year. And I'm thinking to myself, like the guy was a good coach two years ago. He was a good coach a year ago. He's still a great coach now, which by the way, I think he'd be a really, really smart hire for somebody. I'm sure Colts fans don't want to hear that. But, Anybody but um, Carson Wentz to hear. <laughs> I, I just okay. stop Yo, that. Should... Yeah, yeah. I, I hear you. And I, I think there's some thoughts there about Stafford and, and Wentz in a moment, but um So I think Josh McDaniels has not changed dramatically as a head coach. I think that we on the outside put a disproportionate amount of uh, weight each year on things like top scoring offense, top scoring defense, hot play callers, which it's interesting only because we have seen this now for decades. The NFL is constantly turning over jobs. Rarely, not rarely, but it, it is certainly not that uncommon where a guy is the hot head coach candidate and a year or two or three later, three years later, he's fired. So I think if you believe in a guy, one year, one down year, shouldn't dissuade you from being interested in that person a year later or two years later, Allah la Allah a la Josh McDaniels.
0: Michael Lombardi, former GM says that, uh, you don't get hired, you get like elected almost. Because exactly there's, right. there's, yep. there's always like, you know, campaigns, it feels like, on the internet. And then you got these third-party councils who are making decisions for billionaires because billionaires don't know enough about their own product to make decisions for themselves. It feels like there's always those interesting things. Let's move to the Carson Wentz conversation now. Yesterday, I think it was you guys that reported, and by you guys, I mean the ESPN Insider Crew, which, by the way, great work this season. We appreciate all that yeah. you've done.
10: it's John Field. That's Jeffy and Mort right there, carrying the, uh, the heavyweights this season, as, as they always do.
0: All right, good team guy there. Good team guy there. But anyways, the relationship with Carson and Doug Peterson is fractured beyond repair, allegedly. He's going to ask for a trade. Then Tannenbaum, peer of yours at ESPN, says Carson Wentz might be uh, willing to, to negotiate $20 million so that he can get traded. Is his hate for the Eagles worth $20 million a year from Carson Wentz? Is that real? What's going on over there? Yeah, I think what
10: Mike was suggesting, is that Carson Wentz could essentially have a trade in place with a different team. Prior to that trade being executed, he would agree to reduce his salary or pay back $20 million that he has been previously paid from the Eagles, which from their standpoint makes the trade much more palatable on the salary cap. But... Part of the trade would also include that whoever it is that's acquiring Carson Wentz would immediately sign him or give him a $20 million signing bonus. So I don't believe that Carson's really coughing up any money here. It just makes the trade a lot
7: more
10: more executable, if that's a word, for the Eagles. Because as we know right now, it's one thing to want to trade him. It's another thing to want to trade him and have a massive, like historically large dead cap hit. On, his, on their salary cap if they do so. Um, I think it's an interesting conversation. Uh, Carson Wentz, last December, as in 2019, was unbelievable. I mean, he was the guy that kept Philly afloat when they had injuries all over the roster. A year later, he, despite not playing the final four games this year, still was tied for the NFL lead in interceptions, led the NFL in turnovers, took the most sacks in the NFL with 50. He was a broken player this year. But GMs and coaches by nature, I think, are sort of appropriately confident, maybe not arrogant, but confident that they can believe like a GM or a coach is acquiring Carson Wentz is going to basically rewind past 2020 and look all the way back to 2019 and say, I can make this guy what he was again last year. Why? Or two years ago, I should say now. why would uh, think- I can
0: make him that player going forward. Are those the GMs that get fired, or are those like the good GMs that say that?
10: (laughs) Yeah, that well, it's yeah, there's a reason why there's so much (laughs) (laughs) turnover here, right? Um, I was thinking about this though, because I know part of the reason why you don't want them to pursue Carson Wentz. I'm assuming you know your preference A would be Philip Rivers to return for another year.
0: I'm cool with Phil coming back. Yeah, Yeah. I like Phil.
10: Uh, door B would be Matthew Stafford. Right?
0: Bingo! Give me Matty yeah. Stafford. I don't think his contract is anything. What what Carson no, Wentz is that. demanding? No. No. He, he okay. hasn't really had a team. We got a team. We're right down the road. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on! You still got family or friends in Michigan? It's right there. Yep. Let's go!
10: Yeah, I mean, I haven't I haven't heard, and I apologize uh, for not if you, if you discussed it already earlier but what you thought about how the Eagles handed handled last night. But the player that I was thinking about last night when the Eagles are trotting out Nate Sudfeld for an evaluation. Um, is, but wait, which is funny in and of itself, beyond the fact that he's their third-string quarterback, I believe at the beginning of this year, he took a pay cut from them. Smart. Like, they Ooh. made him restructure his contract. So, like, how much you evaluate Like, didn't you already evaluate him? Like, you decided you needed to have him reduce his money. <laughs> Anyways, I digress. What do you think Matthew Stafford's thinking? Matthew Stafford's playing with, like, you know, his, like, limbs are hanging on by a thread. And he's like, not a single person, not a single person would have held it against Matthew Stafford. If he was like, you know what, guys? He woke up on Sunday morning, week 17, was like, I'm good. I, I love you guys. I'm good. Uh, good luck, Chase Daniel. Instead, the dude played, and he played as he has all year, lights out. They didn't win, but I tend to think that if I'm a team this offseason looking for a quarterback that's not in the draft, not in free agency, I don't know how Matthew Stafford's not at the top of the list.
0: Bingo! Yep. Bingo! Bingo! Hey, Field, listen, you had cookies and milk every single day at <laughs> high school. I did not. That big brain of yours is right on with mine. That makes me feel very, very smart. And, listen, and the thing about Matty Stafford is a lot what you just mentioned, it feels like he is a mentally tough mm, dude. Like yeah. there's, there's no picking up yeah. the pieces, right? Like Carson Wentz, you could be pissed off all you want that they drafted in the second round. You just got paid. Whatever. That's cool. Like Carson Wentz, I think he's a good quarterback. I Are we just willing to bet what his salary is going to be that he's just not going to get broken again if something else mm-hmm. happens. You know, it's like a very interesting. And Matthew Stafford, his body's broken, and he'll go out there and sling that thing for 350. With Just get us Matty Stafford in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Let's go. We need another weapon. TY is going to be on the market. Michael Pittman Jr. is getting hot. Jonathan Taylor is playing good football, but we're off and running. Uh, Buffalo Bills look to be incredibly hot.
2: 6,700. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, it was a poor connection, not a call. Yeah, so it's not like he's going to break news. Yeah. The <laughs> Thought maybe. That would have been. Maybe he just found out where Stafford's going. What if Stafford's people were like, uh, keep pushing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, keep, keep pushing that field. Uh, another okay. team I kind of just popped in my head. What we about, lost him. We hope he's all right, by the way. He's mm-hmm. Hope he's all right. What about Sam Fran for Stafford? Oh,
0: that'd be too
2: good. Obviously, you want him here, but. But imagine Stafford and Saints. Oh, jeez. Oh, you know Can they afford it with Yucks. their negative $50 million hey, cap? Let's,
0: let, well, Drew Brees is going to be go, Let's go to right field. I'm back. Hey, it's I, hate ca- the internet. <laughs> I love it. It's where we work, but <laughs> yeah. I understand the tech can be a little bit of an issue, but we're happy you're back. Drew Brees, mm. this is his last year. He's done after this. He's going to NBC. Who takes over? Taysom Hill will be the only one. Is Matty Stafford going down Ooh. to the Saints? Will Sean Payton get into that world?
10: Yeah. I just heard the very astute note about how the Saints are like $50 million in the red in terms of salary cap space next year. Um, I think probably the Saints are going to be, if not Taysom Hill, uh, they're going to have to be sort of bargain hunters in the quarterback market next offseason. And we saw last year that there were bargains to be had. Now, it's not that Jameis Winston played a lot. It's not that Andy Dalton was incredible. It's not like Cam Newton had an all-pro season. But those were three guys that were starters the year before who each signed for very modest money. And um, I know the Saints are always going to be willing to sort of kick the can further down the road on the salary cap. They are not concerned about you know, being, uh, you know, cap flush this year or next year, the next year, they've got a really good roster as well. So you kind of understand it. But if you just look at the amount of money they'd have to account for on their salary cap for Drew Brees to not play next year, it seems like their best course of action to create competition at quarterback is probably just to take a flyer on someone, maybe a repeat with Jameis Winston. I don't know what his market's going to be this offseason, but I can't imagine if he couldn't find a job <laughs> last year, he's not going to find you know, a multi-year deal that's worth you know, top starter money this offseason.
0: that thing was flying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it. was
2: dodging <laughs> but I said, Connor, what do you Look got? Good. Uh, Vanderfield, now that the Jets have fired Adam Gase, is Sam Darnold going to uh, go back as quarterback, or is he also going to be on the market?
10: Yeah, I think Sam... I actually, really, I really believe this because it's been it's, it's been a very popular topic of conversation for the past few weeks. Here is that now the season's over, fans and us and the media are already like making the decision about what we would do. I believe the Jets haven't made a decision about what their future is with Sam Darnold. I think that it's going to be dependent upon a few things: who they hire as head coach, and what the draft evaluation looks like for the next quarterback. Besides. Trevor Lawrence, whether that's Justin Fields, whether that's Zach Wilson, if, if they're if they enamored by one whoa, of those whoa, players.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa. Is Zach Wilson potentially higher than Justin Fields in some people?
10: Oh, I, I, I think so, for sure. I mean, and part of that was because up until <laughs> Friday night, no, Justin Fields fucking way. had not, yeah, and it's, hey, there's, there's a lot, long time away from April 29th, but True. I think some people felt prior to Friday night that Justin Fields had consistently been below standard in big games, right? He hadn't been his normal self in the biggest games of Ohio State seasons, whether it was Indiana, Northwestern this year, you go back to the Clemson game in the semifinal last year. Well, he showed everybody that he's got some, you know, big game mentality to him this past Friday night. So I think Zach Wilson's going to find his way into the conversation. Well, the thing
0: thing about Zach is he had his best game against Coastal Carolina there on Saturday night. Everybody was watching. He didn't, though. He lost. <laughs> I know. That was a,
10: uh, that was, but I will say this.
0: Not, by the way, I'm a Zach Wilson fan. I would like this to, to be no, known.
10: And, and, and it was, but, and you're right, it wasn't his best game, but it wasn't like
0: a full drop off.
10: Exactly. I don't feel like it was a total abomination, right? It was a, you, you could also add some circumstances. They put the game plan together like 24 hours before the game began. Yeah, yeah. Flying out the night before. Like, there were mitigating True. factors. Could talk themselves into Zach Wilson not being
0: great that day. Hey, he is incredibly athletic, has yeah. good personality. It seems like he's going to be able to learn things. But Justin Fields, if you talk to all the quarterback people, they say he's the guy. Mm-hmm. Gumpy, what do you got?
4: Yeah, Field, if Justin Fields had the game that Trevor Lawrence had, where do you think people would have Trevor Lawrence or at Justin Fields out today? Yeah,
10: I, I, really, I think that, as a matter of fact, you know, I, you know, he's he's much more informed than I am on this, but Todd McShay had a recent uh, mock draft, I believe Todd, it was, Todd. his first one. <laughs> and uh, he had him at ninth, ninth overall. And it might have been, so, you know, there are people, that was before the Clemson game. So this is not, I don't think it's a, if he had played like Trevor Lawrence played, then I think he, he would have been talked about as like, you know, a borderline top 10 pick. I think because of the way he played, Jeez. that at least until this next Monday when they play Alabama, uh-huh. mm-hmm. sure. the conversation is going to once again be, can this guy be the number two pick in the draft? Is it because he's, he's vegan? It's
0: because he's vegan. It's because he's vegan. What do you got, uh-huh.
10: Field. Probably what it is. I got a question. So the NFL goes.
3: Hey, by the
0: way, Field, this guy beat COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Thank,
3: well, thank you. This a, it's actually a COVID question. It's in my brain. Um, <laughs> well, legit. <laughs> Hopefully,
0: not. It actually
3: is. (laughs) The NFL, you know, they went the entire year, got every weekend. And then, like, what was it, this week or last week? They decided now that if you get COVID, you're out for
10: 10 days. When when did that change and why did that change? Yeah, the protocol has been updated all the time in the NFL. There was, I mean, there was a time during the season where you could be on the COVID list for one day as a close contact. If I'm not mistaken, Chiefs defensive tackle Chris Jones is a really, really good player. Uh, obviously, got placed on the list on like a Wednesday and was off by Thursday. And that has nothing to do with him. I'm just using the example of how the protocol has changed. Now when you go on the, on, the, on the COVID list, the minimum number of days you're on there is five days. So I think the NFL is, as probably everybody is, you know, we're learning more about COVID every day. Um, we're finding better ways are, are to we? contain it. And the NFL oh. has made it very clear from the get-go are we? We're going to update our protocols as much as we need to, no matter what anybody thinks. Like, it's just how it's going to be. If that's what it takes for us to get through this safely, that's what it takes.
0: Are, are we? I mean, there are a lot of questions in the room whenever you <laughs> said we're learning new stuff every day. I think that's yeah. accurate. But are we actually maintaining our learning do you know what I mean because it, it feels like everything changes every other week and COVID-19's got this twin brother we didn't fucking oh, know about geez. it's coming around everywhere but I think <laughs> I think why they're doing the 10-day minimum thing this is like um it's like if you go to a country that if you spit you get like your hand cut off oh. it's basically like <laughs> like hey this is a harsh punishment we need you all oh, to lock smart. it. This is like a bubble mm-hmm. without actually being. a This oh, yeah. is like, hey, you got 10 days if you fuck up at all. Everybody yeah. needs to just go right to their that's bedrooms. Smart. Don't even look at your kids until the Super Bowl is over. I think that's. I think it's more of a fear thing so they can continue to lock it down. But I think it's been an incredible job by the players. The NFL getting to this point in Super Wild Card Weekend is about to be awesome. It has been, yeah, incredible. I can't wait. been incredible. You guys have a full thing going on in ESPN, don't you?
10: Yeah, we're gonna have like seven different broadcasts: ESPN, ESPN Two, ABC, the app. We got freeform. We got Nickelodeon. Oh, you yes. that, Nickelodeon. oh yeah. that Nickelodeon one,
0: dude, gonna be crazy. SpongeBob's gonna be out there. Googly eyes. Come yeah. on, yeah. Which one are you on, want- Field?
10: uh I, I was you know the uh you know the honorable mention like just missed the cut <laughs> no,
0: there's 45 no different way. broadcasts how did you not get into any of those field
10: yeah you know i you, you got every once in a while you got to take a little uh you know status check of where you stand <laughs> <I'm a> the <don't- laughs> hey <laughs> Apparently, listen i figured out where i stand
0: field this is what's gonna happen we'll facetime you on saturday Ooh, yeah okay we'll record it we'll put it out Somebody will see you watching these games, Field, because that's what they got going yeah. on
2: over there. I love
0: it. We appreciate you, it. man. You're very, very intelligent. We appreciate your insight. You guys the best. Ladies appreciate and gentlemen, you Field Gates. Thank yeah. you so sorry to interrupt, but I want to let you know that if you're not gambling with FanDuel, you're wrong. Okay, FanDuel Sportsbook is available in uh, seven states I believe at this point, uh, six, seven, eight. You get it. If you're not gambling with FanDuel Sportsbook though, you're completely wrong. And if we're not in your state yet, we are coming to your state. We have better odds, we have a much easier to use app, the convenience is next level, The People at FanDuel actually refund people when they shouldn't refund people, giving back hundreds of millions and millions of dollars to their users. FanDuel Sportsbook is the best sportsbook going for a lot of reasons, most of them what I just said. Uh, We are very thankful for our partnership with FanDuel, obviously. You know, uh, there was a little bit of a miscommunication last week between myself and FanDuel. We worked that out. That's kind of how things operate whenever you're in a business relationship with each other. But even if we weren't in a business relationship with FanDuel, it'd be hard to say that we wouldn't use the FanDuel Sportsbook app. There are so many different ways to win. There's more things to bet on. Their boosts seem to always hit, which is just fucking themselves over time and time again. Uh, We love the hell out of FanDuel Sportsbook, and you will too. If you haven't used it yet, use it now. Nah. Also, there's fantasy on there, daily fantasy, and free-to-play games where you can win money. Shout out to FanDuel, shout out to you. Let's get back to the show. There's firings happening, there's positions open, there's interviews taking place, and there's a massive, super wild card weekend coming up with three games on Saturday and three games on Sunday. Our first-hour callers, uh, not bad. Not great. Uh, Hoping that the callers this hour are much better. one 888 Dog 6 Cannot uh, wait to uh, chat uh, with you. Also, we'll go through hashtag Pat. I don't want to overreact, but from all around the Twitter, we got up to the number four trending topic in the United States at one point. Thank you all so much for being a part of that. The fact that you guys uh, watch, listen, whatever you do to the show, we are eternally grateful because we're just a small little regional operation trying to make it in this big world with
2: a bunch of sharks. That's right. Uh,
0: Anton Diggs, fresh out of his COVID cave, congrats on surviving. How you feeling? And in the first hour, we talked about the Steelers. Was there any doubt that was dropped into your mind about this weekend's game against the Browns when Darius Butler said that he thought resting the boys was a bad decision? Darius Butler played for nine years, uh, played in a lot of playoff games, he believes that Resting the players after them just figuring out how to play football again against Colts in the second half of the Pittsburgh Steelers was a bad idea. How do you feel
3: about it? I that? feel good. Thank you. Uh, in regards to this weekend's game.
0: Oh, I you're feel- talking about COVID.
3: Yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, okay. okay. Well, you started off.
0: Yeah, yeah. You had to address both. And by the way, thank you for doing that because there's a lot of people listening who might not know anybody that had COVID. Mm-hmm. And you're the first person that I've really I'm encountered the face of covid. You are the face of covid. In my right. by the way, in my life
3: the face of covid you,
0: you are the face of covid surviving. Mm-hmm. You are the unicorn that I think I you, oh, well
3: uh, you
0: lose any weight? Was there any
3: I, positives? I got none of the positives.
0: Was there any? Is, does COVID not have any of the positive? Like mono, for instance, you're tired for a month, but you lose forty to fifty pounds. Yep, it's terrible. It's not good. Flu gonna come out of the attic and the cellar, mm-hmm. but you're gonna lose ten to fifteen pounds. Mm-hmm. COVID sounds like you were just tired, and miserable, headache all the time. Just, yep, and no pounds lost. No
3: pounds lost. That's I, fucking rude. I, I didn't lose uh, taste or smell, so I didn't have like the loss of appetite oh, nice. thing or whatever. Oh, so, so you probably gained weight. No, I stayed the exact same. Oh, pink I'm pink. at my I'm at my that, peak right now.
0: How your body's peak.
3: Yeah, where I cannot physically gain any more weight. Got it. Which is not, I'm not a good spot.
0: Today, I thought I was going to wake up this morning and your, New Year knew me. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. New Year, same pat in the morning, I learned. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jeez. Couple snooze buttons. <laughs> well, you <laughs> forgot it was New Year knew me. No, no, I knew it. Going to bed <laughs> last night. I, I even labeled the alarm like New Year knew me.
3: Nice. Yeah. Did you change the sound?
0: Yeah. New sound, new song. Ooh. Yeah. There's a, a little bit more upbeat song. I mean, there was a lot of opportunity and potential for me to change the way I live my life and change my lifestyle today because it is 2021. And maybe this is the trip around the sun that I'll be my most healthy. And I put out a tweet yesterday that said, our diets all start tomorrow, right? So, and everybody agreed, yeah, they do. Mm And this morning I woke up. I'm gonna be honest, not strong enough. I don't think 2021 is the year that I'm going to be able to do this. Maybe 2022. you go. Well, Monday's, I mean? you know,
1: Monday's hard. It's so daggum dark in the morning. Yeah, it's, you know, you a- get up and it's just like <laughs> eh, so comfortable. Fuck it, I'm gonna go back to bed. For
0: my a wife, hours. my wife got me two new pillows for uh, oh, for Christmas, mm-hmm. and they're the right pillows. I mean, it is pillows that my head liked. We got fresh. I mean, how am I supposed to wake up, golf nine holes, pray, read the Bible, <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. fucking meditate, and do everything? And Mark Wahlberg in The Rock do and for it. How am I supposed to do it? They must not have the pillows that I... I I'm sure they can afford it. the pillows that I have. Why don't they... Do, what, what happens? Why can't I just be that person in the morning that's up there meditating, wooha and the shit out of my life? That's what this whole New Year, New Me thing's supposed to be about. I just can't do it. It'd
2: be rude if you didn't use those pillows, though. You know, if you got out of bed and just Correct. decided yeah. to get right out. I mean, it'd be... Honestly, you're slapping your wife's face, and to we're do in that. the honeymoon phase. Maybe. Exactly. True. What True.
0: if I started waking up earlier with her new pillows? Oh, you don't like my pillows? Oh, uh, yeah,
2: I can't fucking sleep. How about that? Oh, you don't like is it? Is that mom? what I'm
0: saying to her right there? You're right. A lot of excuses, though. By the way, this is kind of what everybody does. This is what I do a lot. Yeah. No. Yeah. This is All real. These... No, no, no. No, they're By the way, excuses are real things. They're just reasons for why you didn't get something done. Yeah. Really yeah. good reasons. Okay, sometimes. so that's that's exactly what they are. So you know, excuses have kind of been painted in a negative light for a long time. Shouldn't be, no. right? Because there's just reasons why something hasn't happened. But all these reasons are things that I think about every single day. They're legitimate. And, but they just continue to win. And if you want to be like Mark Wahlberg in that fucking magazine yeah. or The Rock in those interviews, yeah. you got to start getting up at 4, meditate, pray, golf, work out. What? what? Business meeting? <laughs> what? That's what you got to do before 6 a.m. I just don't think I can do it.
3: Well, Wahlberg, The Rock, Cam Newton, the all these people that get up very early, that's they right. all have those um, – Windows installed that when your alarm goes off, they're fit, the fake sun comes through.
7: Oh. So it's it's
3: like it's later in the day and it's easier to get
9: up at those times. Your so room is a fortress for sunlight, too. You need that to get up. By you the way, it.
0: always have been. My life, my entire life, had a very small room at the house grew up in, just the way it was. That thing... I put a comforter over the window. Ooh. I would put things underneath the thing. It would be pitch black in there. I, I would be completely okay if my windows in my house were never open. <laughs> my wife very different. you know she wants the window the sun in there yep. i I would want I'd want blackout um, blinds. Uh, blinds every single window if possible. Just go ahead and bury me i'll go live underground if I have to Ooh. and it is hard. To wake up whenever there's no light out there mm-hmm. my wife does it she's a morning she'll get up she goes gets coffee she has a whole routine she has a full thing and then comes back in and i'm still laying there like going through my phone and doing the whole that's thing that's wild it is
2: wild you should get her some pillows call. Her
0: pillow's probably not good enough. What she go, to
9: go to sleep? She goes to sleep like 8.30? Like Very 12? early,
0: yeah. She falls asleep early. Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: That's a little
3: different. I mean, you were up watching the Washington football team dominate the Eagles. Yeah. Doug
0: Peterson shut down all of <laughs> New York. Uh-oh. The metro area. I don't know where Giants fans live. I think they're in New Jersey, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's a New Jersey team and a Long Island team, I Ooh. believe. Oh, my
7: yeah, uh, no. Oh, my
0: no. We 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 have a Giants fan in the office <laughs> and he's kind of griping back there right now further. Where are Giants fans from?
2: Well, the face started when you first said New Jersey. Well, that's where
0: Right, That's where they play. That's where they they happen to play. But that's where a lot of Giants fans are too, right? I think Jersey is Giants. Northern Jersey.
1: In the shadows of New York City. WrestleMania. (laughs)
0: That's right. WrestleMania in the shadows Uh, of New York City. That was a great marketing campaign.
2: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Northern (laughs) Jersey Giants fans. Once you go south, it's all Philly.
0: Okay, so then Jets fans, those are more in the city, aren't they? Jets fans are more like Queens, Long Island. Okay. Stooges. And where are you from? Long Island. And you're a but Giants fan. I grew, I grew fan. up in
2: the city. I'm a Giants fan.
0: Okay. but Oh, well, that's weird, though. Because in the shadows of New York City, where they play. That's where, where they in Anyways, Giants fans, to get off of the geography issue. <laughs> <laughs> Giants fans were not happy last night. Okay, Giants players also not happy, although I think a lot of things were in jest. But that Doug Peterson pulling Jalen Hurts thing will be talked about for what a day or two, and then everybody will just move on. It'll, in the combine, whenever Doug Peterson's getting interviewed during the combine, it'll come up about, is Jalen Hurts? And then all of a sudden a conversation that we'll have probably, you could probably clip this right now and put it at the time. Remember when at the end of a game against the New York Giants, he said he wanted to get meaningful reps for Nate Sudfeld. Does that mean that he doesn't believe in Jalen Hurts as the future. Whoa. Is Doug Peterson looking at a quarterback here during the combat? That'll be the entire conversation. And then it will move on again. It'll be talked about until we figure out what's going to go on with the Eagles, which I think is a complete rebuild. I think they're rechanging that entire team out. How are you going to trade Carson Wentz? Nobody has a clue. I just hope he doesn't come to the Colts. But I would assume that whole team's going to be brand new. Gumpy, you got something?
4: Yeah, if you put the Cardinals Rams as that Sunday Nighter, we're not even talking about this, Pat. Yeah, I agree.
0: It's during the day. Nobody really cares. Except for people in Philly and New York. It would garner a little bit of a conversation, but it wouldn't be the main talking point because it's Sunday Night Football, last game of the NFL's 2020 regular season, the primetime game. with, By the way, Collinsworth and Michaels going, What the? F-? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. the yeah. game, you know what I mean? There's a lot, a lot of eyes on it, and that decision was made, but it will be talked about until they figure it out. But it feels like the Eagles are doing a rebound.
3: And it's not just Giants fans that are mad. Uh, ESPN South Park Antonio oh. went on the Dan Patrick show and said that Roger Goodell and the NFL need to open an investigation on the Eagles' decision to pull Jalen Hurts.
2: Whoa.
0: So so would they pull audio? How do you do an investigation on
6: this? Uh, yeah,
0: probably, right? You There's no way that's recorded. Figure out the they what they were
3: talking well, about. Well, should they launch an investigation of the Bills for uh, pulling Josh Allen? Well, uh-huh. I guess
0: he would be f- un mic'd up. Doug Peterson would have a mic on. Yeah. Imagine if he's under his little score thing. This game's getting a bit too close, boys, huh? <laughs> Don't you think? fourth and goal going for what play won't fucking work what if he's on a mic like <laughs> yeah, underneath the yeah. thing with that you know what i mean and then what do you get jalen the fuck out what's said Sudfeld doing Sudfeld? Doing? Sudfeld. well i said i was gonna play him earlier right yeah that's what i said right boys yep yeah. well fucking put that guy out there <laughs> <laughs> how many does <laughs> <complaises laughs> he have none all right what's he gonna do oh he's gonna throw a pick first fight and then he's gonna fumble it too uh, that's exactly what we want Put him <laughs> <after. laughs> no you're in yeah jalen sit the fuck down Change your mask, too. That one doesn't match. He went from <laughs> he went from cheap mask to good yep. mask there because oh, yeah. he was going to be on the sideline there. And then Carson Wentz is sitting there on the sideline like, I fucking told everybody this guy's trying to lose. He was setting me up for failure, but I'm out $700 million. Well, Four to
3: jump. one, jump off, jump off sides. Is that jump how
0: they'll sides. have to they, – is that how they're going to invest? How is Sal Pao, who's I been am. around a long time? Where did he say this at? On ESPN?
3: That no, was on uh, – uh, Dan uh, Dan Patrick Show.
0: Hey, congrats. Dan Patrick OG, by the way. There you go, Dan. We're big Dan Patrick Show fans oh, out yeah. around here. Uh, whenever I used to go on that show, I used to consider it like a, like a big morning. Like, if I was ever asked to go on, I'm like, get to go on DP Show here. Mm-hmm. Here we go. He also helped us out a lot. That's great. Sal Palatonio, though, never met the guy, never talked to the guy. He wants a full investigation. He's Philly, isn't he? He's a Philly guy? Oh, yeah. He bet, probably, I would assume. He wants, oh, yeah.
3: he, he probably wants Peterson out. Huh?
0: Oh
2: gotta assume clean house over
0: there. Sal Palantonio Antonio's is the Bezos of uh Philly. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, basically. Bezos trying to get Snyder
2: out. The Jimmy Bezos. Sal
0: Powell's like, listen, I'm I'm hiring all my investigative journalists and I'm sending them right into NFL Films over there in Philadelphia to hear because
2: that's where NFL Films is, by the way, right there. I could probably get all those clips. Full investigation. How the hell are they going to get rid of Carson Wentz? Is he going to give back $20 million? Some people not are saying chance. that. Who said that? Tannenbaum said that uh, or something, right?
4: Oh, he's yep. a genius.
2: Tannenbaum. Whoa, take it easy. <laughs> Tony. I
4: mean, he's only ruined like <laughs> three That guy franchises. splits the atom every day. Uh,
0: all right. Okay. Huh? So it seems like the opinions of the boys here are not very high on old Tannenbaum. Man, I don't know. I don't know Tannenbaum that well. I have got a text message from him. Uh, after I talked about him stating that if he was a Miami Dolphins GM you could never draft Tua after allegedly hanging out with uh, the, the Dolphins or whatever. He seems like a nice guy to me, but you guys not happy at all with all? that. Well, he Tim.
9: started spinning a narrative that if the Eagles and Wentz both wanted out of the situation, that Wentz would be willing to give up, or basically write a $20 million check back to the Eagles to help alleviate the cap concerns to get out of it, who in their right mind is going to pay $20 million back to the team to get out
0: of it? And this is what we were talking about with Matt Ryan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Matt Ryan's owed legitimately $90 million over the next three years, guaranteed, and if the Atlanta Falcons were to move on and try to go a different direction, trading Matt Ryan might be a bit difficult. Not because Matt Ryan Isn't worthy of starting in the NFL, which by the way, I'm not having that conversation right now. He is, obviously, he does good, but probably not a team that's going to win it all at this point. But who knows, maybe in the right system. But the things that are coming with, you see, the baggage. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like the baggage that's coming alongside. And the baggage isn't anything off the field negative or distraction. It's just a shit ton of your salary cap has to go to this person. So the rest of your team is kind of uh uh, fucked. Mm-hmm, it, yep. The same thing with Carson Wentz. His baggage that's coming alongside of him is a lot of money. A lot of people coming after me yesterday for saying, can we please stop the Carson Wentz to the Colts <laughs> talk? A lot of people coming at Philadelphia Eagles fans. It's a perfect situation for both sides. Come Shut on. the fuck up. Don't talk from my side, okay? <laughs> you, you, okay you, don't, don't talk. It's a perfect situation for your side. You get Carson Wentz out of there and that contract out of there and no more drama and the Colts are a good team. So if you like Carson Wentz, it's like, oh, he's going to a good team. We're happy for him as well. Maybe that's a... But but for us, do, do the coaches want to pick up that massive contract because he and Frank Reich had success in the years past? I don't I think... Now, granted, I'm not making these decisions for a reason. Chris Ballard has made a lot of great decisions. Who knows how this team's going to do, the Colts, by the way, because with that run game, if they can continue to run like that, they can beat anybody. That's you know kind of the the way playoffs are. Buffalo Bills are a hot team. Excited to watch the game. But the Colts could go and run. Phil Rivers could go and run. He's maybe the next Tony Romo, they're saying. Uh, Executives, old whites that have made a lot of great decisions on television in the past and currently making good decisions. (laughs) They say Phil Rivers is potentially the next Tony Romo. And he's already a head coach at a a high school in Alabama, Hoover, Alabama, or something like that. So so the thought that Phil Rivers might move on is very real. I think we all very much understand that and are okay with that. I think Colts fans, though, myself included, are like, if we're going to pay a shit ton of money for somebody, like elite-level money for somebody, we might as well go and try to get, you know, maybe somebody that has proven in the last, I don't know, 13, 14, 15 months that they're an elite quarterback because, Mm -hmm. I mean, we're just banking on him being not broken anymore whenever he comes out to Indianapolis. I think this is what a lot of teams are thinking, by the way, whenever you hear, oh, there's several teams interested in trading for Carson Wentz. Is that from Carson Wentz's people that are also saying that his relationship with Doug Peterson is fractured beyond repair? Or is that actual teams and maybe low-level people that say, we'd be interested in it because that money, unless he was to give up that type of money, which I don't know why you would, okay? Just like, Carson, or just like Matt Ryan, I don't know why he would change out of that hundred million dollar contract. That's the only way I could see a team really wanting Carson Wentz, and aside from the Colts who have Frank Reich, I don't think there's any team that would even consider doing that with that deal. I might be completely wrong here, but I don't. I just don't see that whole thing working out like everybody's expecting it. Oh, they'll just trade Carson; he'll go start somewhere else. It's like, where? I don't know if that's going to happen.
3: No, especially for that money. I mean, if you're looking for a quarterback that. Last time he was good it was 2018. You might as well just get Dewey Haskins. For he's a lot Ooh. cheaper.
2: It's a good idea. <laughs> True. If Carson's preacher Frank Wright tells him, "Hey, write that check, twenty mil, we'll come pick you up." Then is there a thought? Man, you, you gotta pay
1: tides, dude. You gotta right. pay tides. You gotta pay tides. And also, last I checked, John Deere, you know, equipment has not gotten any cheaper. No, I mean, he's got a lot. lot of new toys he wants to All buy right. for his farm. So, I mean, what is you your know, t- combines, <laughs> et etc.? Cetera, et cetera.
2: Twelve gauges. Those
1: prices
0: are only going up. You you, you, and old Carson's Instagram have quite a relationship.
1: I mean, I've just never seen anything like it. You know, I mean, the guy plays like shit on Sunday. You can bet your ass on Monday. He's pitching some new Z-turn mower <laughs> that him and his brother, have, you know, got on the farm, and they're loving it, and the pups love it. And
0: By the way, Philadelphia people added, no. added that in, that that's why Indiana would be great for him. It's yeah. like, that's not the quarterback I would like on my team. Ballard no.
9: has been saving that cap space for years, waiting for the right fit. The oh. right cultural fit in the Ooh. locker room. Who? Ballard.
0: Oh, I thought you said some other team has been doing that. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no there's no. no there's nobody. Let's get Matty Stafford Back home in, in here. Mm-hmm. Get Go Maddie get Stafford. Stafford. Yeah. Get Matty Stafford. Get Matty Stafford in here, okay? And everybody, I got a lot of tweets earlier. like, Matty Stafford was surrounded by a lot more talent than Carson Wentz was ever surrounded by. It's like. Okay, fucking relax. Maybe Matty Stafford made talent. You ever think about that yeah. because of how For, talented sure. he was? I mean, you talked to any Lions now? Grant, they're stooges, but yeah. Yeah. they are not all they of are. them. Not all of them. Not, M- of, most. not, all, not all. of them. Of not all. Most of them. Not all of them. The one we got. The one we got. The, we got. the <laughs> Lions fan that we got yeah. is a complete stooge. Yeah. <laughs> so, you, but if you listen to them, they're like, Matty Stafford deserves to go to a good team. And it's kind of how Philly team fans feel about Carson Wentz. But if you turn on the film. Matty Stafford is 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 slinging it. He's not, he's not mentally broken like I, Carson seems to be right. I promise you the Lions would have went 0-16 if Stafford wasn't the quarterback. Let's that go, Lions defense dude. let up more points this year than the 0-16 team did. Fucking go get Matty Stafford. Bring him home. He doesn't know Frank. He doesn't know Chris. Nope. He do not really know anybody. But man, if he could play the football, league. I can't
2: imagine him with a run game and a defense that's never happened in his
0: eleven years or whatever. And done. by the way, that Colts defense—they're going to give up some yards. Okay, you're going to watch that Colts defense. You're going to see them give up some yards, and you're not going to know why. But they are going to make a big play. They are opportunistic mm-hmm. bunch. Now, that's just like an NBA team or a basketball team that only shoots threes. Whenever you live by the opportunity uh, popping up or the opportunistic style defense, every once in a while there's a chance that's not going to show up, and mm-hmm. you're. You're in trouble.
1: Yeah, you're gonna get run out of the building.
0: But mm-hmm. the Colts' defense has been, more often than not, very opportunistic at prime times. Now, mm-hmm. granted, a couple collapses there against the Steelers, and then uh, then uh, Mike Lennon. Ooh, jeez, what happens, Mike Lennon?
2: That happens. Yeah, the sky cam will get you. I bro. mean, that,
3: that's his last game he'll ever play in the NFL. Uh, yeah, not do use,
0: not you say that, kill Tony. Mike Lennon.
3: That's what I. That's what you think. Oh, you can't. Kill Michael. I thought so, but Nathan Peterman didn't play a snap this year. So
0: hey, by the way, can be b- killed. By, by the dying. way, Nathan Peterman. He, I will say he, he. It seemed like he was trying to kill his career faster than Glennon was. <laughs> yeah. Glennon. I met him whenever I was calling a Thursday night game down at NC State. He was yep. drinking a beer. Mm-hmm. Super good guy. By the way. Yeah. So I. I want to make sure that is understood. Whenever we talk about people, we're not talking about them as humans no. unless we specifically say scumbag. Yeah. Right. right. We're talking about strictly football play. And the Colts almost lost to fucking Mike Lennon yesterday in the second half. That can't happen. No, <laughs> that can't happen. All right, boys, we gotta tighten it up. We gotta tighten it up. Joe Dirt. All right, it's fucking what oh, was his name? Boy. Wagner? Wagner? <laughs> Ragnar? What's his name? Wagner. Might, well, might, well, might as
2: well be. It's Joe Dirt for me,
0: bro. This dude is a baller. Okay, I've only seen him play two times, and it's against the Colts first game and against the Colts last game. This guy is a fucking pro. This might be the next Troy Paul Mullins. Oh, Stunned.
6: Andrew
0: Wingard. Who? Andrew Wingard. Andrew Wingard. There it is. This guy is a force on the defensive side.
2: Yeah.
0: I've never heard anybody else talk about him. Joe Dirt put us to sleep in the first game, Mm -hmm. okay? Lost me a lot of money. Yeah. That was my first super boost of the year, by the way. Kind of set us on a path of kind of uh, (laughs) – potential hit or miss on it. This guy put Philip Rivers asleep week one when we all thought they were tanking. Now, they they did earn the number one overall pick and successfully tanked. But they started with a fucking off-speed pitch with the win (laughs) against the Colts, and it was because of this guy. And in the last game, this guy's all over the place. I don't know who's going to be the head coach, whether it's Urban Meyer or whatever they got going on down there in Duval, pay this guy $200 million. Yeah. <laughs> put him at QB. Hey, hey, put Ragnar at QB. Yeah.
3: Jacks did hell of a job flying under the radar of the season because the oh, Jets yeah. took all the credit for the worst team in the league. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think the Jacks are probably much worse.
0: And by the way, and then the, the compliment is how good Trevor Lawrence looked in their uniform. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, they sucked all year. Nobody talked about it because they beat the Colts early. They're not tanking. They beat the Colts. And then they immediately go into the suck. And then – they stay under the radar, and then the next thing that pops out is the Jets are stupid, the Jags are smarter than they are, mm-hmm. and look how good Trevor looks in a Jaguars jersey. I mean, it was incredible work by Shad Khan. And whenever there was rumors of Urban Meyer becoming a head coach, Doug Marone, who's from the Bronx, so he's got some callus. You know, he's been around. Don't be fooled by the teams that he coached. He's still he's still, Doug from the Bronx. Ooh. <laughs> Remix him and J-Lo mm-hmm. from the Bronx. He's a tough guy or whatever. But he asked Sean Conn. He said, hey, there's rumors out there that you're going to hire Urban Meyer. And Sean Conn goes, news to me. I don't know <laughs> about <laughs> that. Jaguars are awesome. There's no way they hire Urban, right? Probably, huh? I think I so. Know. I'd listen to Darius. And if they got Ragnar running around and Trevor Lawrence, who has had one game where you make you think probably not the guy. Mm-hmm. You're going to shave the stash. What are you saying? Somebody saying more than one game? Is that you, Gumpy? He loves uh, fields. Well, by the way, he's not the only one. All the quarterback people that I – remember last year, mm-hmm. whenever I was traveling around, around calling games, you meet a lot of like college coaches, whether it's like Elite 11 coaches or scouts or anything like that, and you talk to them about it. And It was probably four or five games last year where I said, listen, when you talk to the people that say they know quarterbacks – That dude in Ohio State is the guy or whatever. And then you saw him in a Big Ten game. Not great. Didn't have any of his weapons, I guess, but not great. And then you watch him in the fucking uh, Fiesta Bowl or Sugar Bowl, whichever one. He was unbelievable. He was absolutely unbelievable. I'll be intrigued to see how those two pan out, because if you look at Air Bear right now, okay, he's balling. Joe Burrow, he's got Zach Taylor back for another year. (laughs) Mm -hmm. There's an overreaction tweet that is, we'll save it, Foxy. We'll save it for whenever we get in it. It's from a Cincinnati fan, and it is. It is stuff there. But maybe Justin Fields and Trevor are the two next guys to go here. Maybe they go-go. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And maybe what if Justin Fields, because Urban Meyer's tied to Ohio State, mm-hmm. goes to Jacksonville down there if Urban Meyer takes over. That
3: hey, if, and if, if Urban gets hired in Jacksonville, it's only an hour away from Gainesville. You automatically fill seats if you're shotgun with all the Gator fans that love Ooh. Urban Meyer. Do they? Yeah.
0: I know Ohio State fans love him. Mm-hmm. I mean,
3: they, he won national championships there. I assume yeah, they I love him. I think they do. What year is
0: it, till? Yeah, but he only reps Ohio State. He doesn't rep Florida ever. You know what I mean? Like I'm He's still on the sideline with them. a whistle at Ohio State games. I don't know if he's. Yeah. Joining us as a college football national champion and a Super Bowl champion Super Bowl. and one of the greatest jawlines in the history of human
6: existence, ladies and gentlemen, A.J. Hall. Yeah! Yeah! Hey, boy, A.J. What's happening, guys? How'd it go with uh, Field Yates? Uh, field y- we're <laughs> pretty good.
0: He, he told us a lot without really telling us anything official, but I feel like anytime you're talking to some of those insiders or part of those group text messages, they have a couple of leads on some things, but they can't come out and say them, which is why I can never be an insider, because as soon as something gets in here, that's some bitch is coming out. So I, I feel like whenever you're talking to an insider, you kind of got to bounce through what they're saying to figure out why they're saying what they're saying and who's coming from where, you know?
6: Yeah, I guess. And it's not like if you're Field Yates, he's not – ESPN would be pretty upset with him if he broke news on your show. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They would be furious. Just like the NFL Network, every time
0: Rappaport or Pellicero come on, we try to, you know, bait, peer pressure them into breaking news on here. They know that it'd be worse than selling a Manscaped ad <laughs> uh-huh. on their IG story if they were to break news on some other platform, which we respect and appreciate the fact that they come on. But he talked about Urban Meyer in Jacksonville, and you're a guy that's been on Urban's boat before. If Urban was to go to Jacksonville Jaguars with your relationship with him how do you think that whole thing will go because there is a pattern of successful college coaches absolutely coaching like shit in the nfl because the communication factor with a different level of human different age of human different generation of human doesn't translate as well do you think urban will be okay
6: well first off i don't think urban owns a boat i have not been on a boat with Urban. i thought i saw you in that i saw you you in that i saw you in that you're in in the the mirror in in the the background. background yeah Oh, you're right. That I forgot about that. That was a good time. We had a really good time. I looked. I heard it.
2: At- <laughs>
6: I slimmed oh. down a little bit
2: now. Ooh, some bubbles. What?
6: <laughs> He's been on a cruise. There you are, right there, AJ. Here's your left shoulder. Yep, that's me. You got me, guys. Mm -hmm. So because I was there, am I, I'm an urban insider. Like I have information. Well, and you do
0: shows with him, you golf with him, you hang out with him. You guys are on cruises together. Mm -hmm. I know nothing about the guy other than the fact he called me out one time in a small thing. We got into a riff. We haven't, we got over it. We're past it. Great college coach has some interesting things in his past. Great on television, super successful. Will he be able to make the jump to the NFL? And if you're the Jacksonville Jaguars, are you hiring him with your information, AJ?
6: it seems like shod khan the owner wants to hire urban but i mean he, news to me that to him oh. yeah. <laughs> what'd you say doug marone was asked about the urban Meyer thing
0: and he said yeah as soon as i heard about it i called up uh shod khan and shod khan told me that was news to me so <laughs> 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 fucking Sean sit- he's,
6: he's yeah Sean oh, khan has to say that think bro, about all the rumors out there though pat like they legally can't. sitting on they his yacht
0: to. he's
6: fucking <laughs> sitting on
0: his yacht Doug, ah, uh, fuck doug do we lose yeah like, he, <laughs> It's uh, Urban, Martin. news to me, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> you think about that with Sean. It was awesome. But you think Urban would do well
6: or no? I do. I, I think uh, if it's something he's all in on. Like if, it, like when he was going to TV, I said, well, if, if Urban really wants to do it, if he's all in, he will be good. And I think that was the case when it comes to that Fox show. I think Urban was all in. He enjoyed it. And if he, it, you know, coaches coach, man. And the guy is well, he's only like 54 years old, something like that. If his health is fine and it's a mm-hmm. perfect situation, I think he would go, and I think he'd be all right. Okay,
0: so he's allegedly already piecing together a general manager that he would want, Scott Pioli. Hey,
6: but Pat, the first though like this, none of this stuff has come from anyone in Jacksonville because with the Rooney Rule and everything, they can't just hand Urban the job. They have to interview oh, other people. Yeah. I didn't even think about that, by the way. You're
0: 100% right. They have to go through the proper process. And it, there wouldn't be tampering, right, because Urban's not affiliated with any teams. But it's been very interesting. I guess since teams are interviewing via Zoom now, like, guys are interviewing right now while they're already in it. Normally, there's like a, there was, used to be a time that there was – now guys are just interviewing, like, a FaceTime in the morning. Oh, I like that guy. He was good on the Zoom. Did you see his backdrop? He had a fucking great – He had a dry race board with a lot of stuff on it. He's going to work his ass off. I wonder how – these are big decisions to be made. I assume they're going to get him in the building at some point, but a lot of these hirings are probably happening before people have even met face-to-face, I assume, which is pretty
6: wild to me. It's a different time, isn't it? Yeah, it would be weird, especially a lot of those interviews can go five, six, seven hours long. So I doubt they're that long on Zoom, but, man, it would – it, I wouldn't want to be the person that's interviewing all these candidates. AJ, last night you watched what
0: Doug Peterson did to football. Ugh. You watched him pick up the shield of the NFL in his left hand okay, and in his right hand he kept it open and then he did the rock, spit on it, slapped the shield right in the mouth oh, last man. night with his decision to put Nate Sudfeld who, that poor guy, Field Yates told us he had to renegotiate his deal going into this year to take less money. And then now he's laughing stock of the NFL. He's the face of tanking. If you want to lose a game, you put Nate Sudfeld in there. He does deserve- How do you feel about Doug Peterson today and what he did in despicable fashion on primetime television last night, AJ? Well,
6: I want to know who was he in like, who was he in cahoots with that made him do this? Like, did the owner call it down? Is there somebody outside of the building? Like, what happened? It just, Dude, nobody. Knows it doesn't that. seem to make any sense. Well, he came out obviously. So. I was obviously saying that in jest for the
0: people on the internet who are just hearing me talk about this for the first time. Uh, we all agree that if that game wasn't the last game of the season on primetime television that this is talked about, but no way in a big way as it is right now. Doug Peterson came out afterwards, though, and had to answer for whether he was trying to lose the game or not. And he said, well, why would I keep Darius Slay and Kelsey and all them out there? Uh, it's a very intriguing situation. The locker room, I think it's going to be a big turnover. Diggs' eyes just lit up. We potentially have some breaking Ooh. news.
3: Well, it's it's news that'll make Gumpy very happy. Dolphins will part ways with offense coordinator Jan Gailey. Well,
0: Ooh. Gumpy was calling for this guy's head.
2: They yeah. listened to the show. You just put a guy out to the pasture. <laughs> no, he, he was already Jan Gailey's out out 70 retirement. years old. Yeah.
4: He threw away his playbooks when they brought him out. Oh, that's a Dolphins fan. Back Luke. to the old folks home, pal. <laughs>
2: okay,
0: all right. I took him out back. Jan Gailey, you did not deserve that. from a Miami Dolphins fan from Canada there in Gumpy, but he did think that... Chan- Chan Gailey was potentially a problem for Tua's growth and for the offense down there in Miami. I believe all Dolphins fans agree that they're ahead of schedule, but now they got a real decision to make with that Houston Texans number 3 overall pick. Do they go with Tua? Did they learn enough about Tua? Chan Gailey's out, now it's a new offense going in there. What are they going to do? Big breaking news, and Gumpy was... Kind of forcing this upon the Dolphins organization yeah. just about an hour and a half ago, telling Chan Gailey, get the
6: fuck out of town. Mm-hmm.
4: Smart, smart move. We'll Great see. move. We'll okay,
6: see. Gump. Here's my question for Gump, though. All right, who do you want them to bring in as their new offensive? He has an I answer. mentioned
4: it earlier, AJ. A young college OC who will be on the field with Tua. Tua needs help down there. He can't have Fitzy with him for the rest of his life.
0: And that's because Chan's up in the
2: booth.
4: Having a snooze. He's passed out.
2: I mean, I know he's a head coach, but why not bring in Lane? If Lane has any interest in coming back to the NFL, reunite those two. Draft Devontae Smith, just rebuild to his Bama team.
0: Lane Kiffin, by the way, saving tweets, okay, saving tweets for weeks Mm -hmm. to respond after. I love the pettiness where Lane's at. He came on the show, gave us an incredible interview. I'd wonder, I think he just re upped.
3: Uh, yeah, he did.
0: Another couple-year extension yeah. where he just signed because his name was up for, like, the Auburn job and yeah. other jobs. Old Miss was like, well, we'll re-extend you, give you another signing bonus, so at least we can keep you around for another year. <laughs> but uh, there's there there has to be. Now, are you going with Tua? Are you moving forward with Tua? Ooh.
2: Tua kind of stinks. Whoa,
0: well, see, a lot of people it, think Tua kind of stinks.
2: Fields is there, right?
0: AJ, people think Tua stinks, by the way.
6: I, I don't think he stinks. I don't think we know what he's going to be yet. Now, he doesn't look like Herbert, obviously. I think that's people's, like, ec- their expectations of what a rookie quarterback should look like are much different now than they used to be because we've had all these rookies have so much success early on in their career. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I can't figure two out. I don't know. I'm not saying he stinks. I'm not saying he's going to be the next franchise guy, going to be a top-tier QB, but I just don't know. I need to see him more. Well, I agree, but you might not get the opportunity to
0: do that. Yeah. Because if they move on, that'd be wild by
4: the way. Oh yeah. You have to give him a chance with weapons. You have to. You saw what he did against the Cardinals when they had Preston Williams, Devontae Parker yeah, but dude, he put up numbers.
0: Whenever they needed a play, they bring in the magic. It's hey, a
4: worry. I was in the lab for a couple hours last night watching tape. Okay. All 22? He's not using his legs oh. to throw with power. Like, here we go. Ooh. We got fucking
0: Ron yeah. Jaworski. Is Shane Gailey telling Bro, him to <laughs> do that? Fucking so, like Ron Jaworski's back it. So his hip's still fucked up. Yeah, well.
4: That's why all those balls are sailing high, because he's not driving with his legs. You get
0: him one more offseason with Trent Dilfer. Those balls ooh. are getting thrown out of the stadium. Right. Oh, down there at Lipscomb Academy. All right, um, cure
4: COVID. He can cure too, huh? Oh, true. Trent Dilfer. True.
0: yeah, they that, had that anti-COVID yeah. spray. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Genius. Why isn't everybody just using that?
4: I don't know. I mean, I really thought
1: there would be more reaction when he mentioned that, and it kind of just got swept under the rug.
0: (laughs) It was wild. By the way, a lot of alien conversation the last couple days. Oh, man. AJ, AJ, starships from Elon, bro. Five million bucks. I'm going to fucking Mars. 150 tons of whatever. Liquid methane. Just going to be a $5 million purchase. He's going to be pumping those things out every 72 hours. Elon's an alien. I'm buying a starship. Can't wait to go to fucking space. Wow, already in space. Let's
6: go. It's awesome, dude. Yeah. You would do well on that Mars trip. Isn't it like three years there, three years back or something? <laughs> you're going to need a glue guy. You're going yeah.
0: to need a glue guy in there. I'll tell you. That's immediately regrettable, by the way. What's that, about four or five days into that thing? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't even, oh, my God. Less than that,
2: I
3: think. Oh.
2: What did I? What did three hours in a situation that thing?
3: where you wake up and you're the only one awake on the ship, and that's
2: bad. Oh, like Jacob Sully. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You bring your Oculus, I think you'll be all right.
6: Oh. Hey, still undefeated, by the way, in the Oculus boxing. Is it cool? I almost, I I legit almost got one, but I haven't done it yet.
0: I'll take, so I feel like the boxing is very awesome. I got the uh, car sickness thing. Felt like I was twisted 3, 4 a.m. Because I went on a roller coaster one. (laughs) I had to take that thing off. And I was like, it was... Like You're putting your foot down to stop the spinning, you know what I mean? It was a little bit bad, so I'm gonna stay away from those games. I think those games are potentially my kryptonite, but the ping pong, the boxing, top golf, as one. I was hitting some drives off some bays off of top golf, playing a little cornhole on there. I mean, you gotta find your games, but uh, yeah, there's some downfalls for sure. Uh, the the old equilibrium, I think, was tossed into a goddamn shitter whenever I was on that roller coaster and it. T- I jumped off of something, just see you later, and I did like a look around. And it was like, Arr.
3: Was that like when, when you'd be at Kennywood all day and then you would lay down at night? Spence. And to, yeah.
0: Or whenever you go to Sandcastle and you go down to mm-hmm. things, and at night it feels like you're yeah. still going down to things. That's what it was like okay. when I was on a roller coaster about to puke. Mm. So that's
6: the mm. show. I'm just going to wait. I'll wait till you get sick of it, and then uh, I'll try to get you to send I'll, I'll tell your wife to send yours to me because I'm sure you'll be done with it in about two weeks. That's not true. It's not true.
0: This is my entire fitness goal. New Year, New Me, dude. Now, it didn't affect my morning routine, but still New Year, New Me. Dude, I, got to, it's a, I don't want to give away my, my tactics if the, um, if the artificial intelligent humans I'm fighting are listening We're to the seeing. show, mm-hmm. which they potentially are, because it's Facebook, and I assume something's logged in on one of these computers by Facebook, so they're automatically listening. Mm-hmm. And Duke from Chicago fucking caught these hands last night, Ooh. but it seems like I got a move that is unbeatable in boxing. You just jab them in the gut. Boom. Boom, until they move their hands, and then you crow hop into a right hook around. You know what I mean? In real boxing, probably not great. Okay, probably eating a couple. Mm-hmm. But in the Oculus boxing, I just dislodge jaws from their fake fucking heads. It is awesome. Sport. Just fucking boom, right in the gut, boom, right in the gut, boom, right in the gut. Oh, we opened up. <laughs> it is awesome,
6: dude. It's very, it seems very realistic then. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it is. Well, you're knocking people out like that if you're exposing your whole body to try to knock people out like that. I've been knocked out a couple of times, okay? My little
0: artificial guy got a good jaw, too. He gets back up. I, mean, I don't like how quickly he goes down, but we are getting back up, and we will train. But I will say the Oculus boxing has made me incredibly overconfident. A truck cut, uh, cut me off this morning, thought about pulling him over and fighting every person in the car.
2: <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, come on. Come on, pal. Pow, pow, <laughs> panga, panga, panga. See, that's why you need two oculuses, so you can give one to the truck driver and say, hey, you ready to go? You want to do this again?
0: I don't know if you guys saw, my wife did get her oculus this Ooh. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So there's potential battle Oculus in there.
2: Uh, Here we go. In the
0: oculus arena. Might help the ping pong. We got to get to a... <sighs> fucking ping pong, dude.
6: This guy got me.
0: Guy hit his uh, wife in the face with his hand while I was playing against him. <laughs> I heard it.
6: Wait, did, can you hear the – are they talking? Oh, yeah. I talked to a German guy the
0: other day. Aucchnik Flugenstein, get your dick out of my <laughs> potato salad. Yeah. yeah. I said it. The, uh, I've been talking to him. You know what I mean? I did the whole thing. Guy I was playing with, really good player. And I was, I was hitting uh, the short corner hard. You know what I mean? And he had to reach for it, and his hand went out of his little designated guardian area. But he was so locked in on the ball, he hit his wife with the thing. And I heard him go, oh, I'm so sorry, babe. And then he had to redo his whole movement thing. And I waited on him. And then I, then I served it uh, to him. I laughed. I said my, hit
1: him with a quick ace while yeah. well, he was.
0: Well, you got to throw six inches. And mm. It's a gentleman's sport in there. That's nice. This lady from Japan fucking killed me. Oh, no. Yeah, she had the inverted pa- The no. whole oh, thing. No. Oh, you
2: do that? All inverted has, Oculus. Bro,
0: it's real ping pong in there. I mean, it was a fucking ass beat. Did you
3: play with a smaller paddle, too?
0: Uh, I don't know if they changed the paddle size, but that thing was inverted like this right here. Jeez.
3: You just had to walk in there knowing you were screwed. Oh, yeah. As soon as
0: I saw it, I was like, what the fuck is that? Because you, <laughs> see, you see a head choice. Mine is just the Oculus, by the way. There's tigers and cats and Ooh. things you can choose. I just got the Oculus. Yeah. Right? I want them to know there's Respect a man the back here. Yeah. So, and then they, this one, you, you, you have like the cat head, and then you see hand and then you see paddle. So that's all you see. So you like see them like potentially scratching themselves. Like you, you can see them do their whole thing. And uh, yeah, like when that guy hit his wife or whatever, like you saw his hand go and then stop. And it was like, oh no. And then both hands went up. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like a
6: whole timeout.
0: It's a real thing in there. You need to get it, AJ. We need to box. And we need to play ping pong.
6: So I can go. I can box against you if I get one. I don't think they're there yet, but let
0: Elon fucking get his hands on this thing. We're like probably a month or two out from
2: that, yep. at most.
0: Yeah. Can't thank you, the guests, and all the boys enough for everything today. Thanks for allowing us to spend time with you. Thanks for you know giving us a shot. Yeah. There's some stats put out about our YouTube and everything that was pretty humbling. Mm-hmm. And you know, whenever somebody says something is humbling. I never really understood what that meant because normally it comes after a massive compliment, you know, so a massive compliment will go and then the person goes, Oh, that's very humbling. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, that's not really, they're kind of boosting you up. So I don't think it's humbling. The humbling thing is like, okay, now I have to prove that uh, we deserve it. Mm -hmm. And that's the humbling thing. So know that, We are hopefully just getting started here, just scratching the surface of what we could potentially become and do, although we've been around for a while and we thank the people that have listened for a long time. I think we're heading off into a direction that is both hilarious, hopefully entertaining, and hopefully hilarious, obviously, and uh, an enjoyable ride, I think. Mm
1: -hmm. We're all excited.
0: we got some hilarious shit planned, Mm -hmm. and who knows what's going to pop up, and we can't thank you enough for being alongside us on this pilgrimage To wherever the fuck the end of the road is. I like that. Cheers. Ty, please play some independent music and propel these people into a beautiful Monday. We'll see you tomorrow for Aaron Rodgers Tuesday. Let's go.